0: Robot and the bear, <laughs> robot, robot and, and the bear, 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 robot and the bear, robot and the bear, 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 robot and the bear, robot and the bear, 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 robot and the bear, robot and the bear, robot and, and, and the bear. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just not. You know, it's funny because like whenever I'm listening to like other music, I I'm usually able to like kind of like. Find ways of, um, of, of saying "robot and the bear" in you know, <laughs> in interesting ways, like like say mm-hmm. like in triple the, triple the right. robot and the robot and the bear, robot and the bear, ro- you know, or something like that. But um, and we're live, and nice. yeah, so <coughs> we well, take I, I, it. I, I'm Luke. just I'm robot just, uh, and bear theme. I kind of
1: <laughs> you know, I'm just. Can like, you do like a country version?
2: Mm,
0: let me think. Uh, you know, I like when I think of country music first thing that think like, that the first song that comes to mind is patsy cline's i fall to
1: pieces i was gonna say patsy yeah yeah you know she's the queen
0: she is the queen she is she is awesome and she's probably like Walking one of the few, after
1: midnight you're right yeah oh she's so
0: good like i miss that era of like twangy american american music like that wasn't like country music that was just american music back then i suppose so you know i mean yeah all
1: america was country
0: exactly then exactly and you know then you had like jazz but like that wasn't like really quite as poppy as you know what year was this this is like in the
3: 60s
1: patsy klein 50s 50s '50s. wow yeah Yeah,
3: i wasn't around yet you guys are old yeah Yeah. (laughs) fuck you guys your age of aquarius (laughs) yeah fuck you guys you guys are old
2: each of Aquarius, <laughs> The robot of Aquarius.
3: <laughs> so, everybody, we have Andrew Brandow on the podcast. Welcome! Hey!
0: Hi, thanks for having me, you guys. Yay! Hey! Andrew Brandow here because I can't like we can't like edit in like you know the weird.
1: Oh, you see, I set off alarms yes. on yes. purpose wherever <laughs> I go. Yeah, they're time delayed. Yes,
0: yeah. you know, artist, uh, designer. Um, Animator Animator Just
1: came here from uh, American Dad Where I've been working
0: Wow American
1: Dad That's right Uh, Congratulations to my boss Who just won voice over Emmy I think he's tied for the most voice over Emmys uh, By anyone Uh, Seth Or Family Guy He does
3: his own voice I mean he does the voices on there (laughs) On One Family voice?
1: Guy, he does, and on um, yeah, on American Dad, he does. Wait, so
0: is Seth MacFarlane, like, kind of a jackass.
1: You know, Seth is it's it's kind of incredible. I worked on a show called The Cleveland Show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, we, for reference, were invited to watch home movies that some of them Seth had filmed himself as a kid. Mm with his friends acting out scripts and like you know going crazy around town and doing all this stuff and they were like super enthusiastic and like you know these bold things and I I watched them and my mind just clicked and I went wow this dude's that's his life he literally has been doing this forever mm. and he's serious about it mm-hmm. I never I couldn't tell if he was serious about it but that's because what he made was like funny like Family Guy, American Dad, that kind of stuff. It's like, you know, it seems almost, you know, not, I don't want to say lazy, but, like, he didn't do, like, really involved animation stuff. It's very quick and, like, you know, simple animation. Right. But it's all based on that humor. Mm. And it made me take him very lightly. And then after seeing these this footage of him, mm-hmm. and, and subsequently over the years working on projects like Cosmos... Mm. With him and stuff where you know uh yeah the dude's t- super serious i yeah, mean it, yeah. it's a really crazy <laughs> he's, he's
0: super serious about his silliness, yeah, yeah, yeah he
1: takes it super he has a, he has elevated it you know to a craft, but you know pushed his own boundaries all the time it's very it's, it's, it's kind of impressive and and, and, the, and the funny thing is it's like i'm not i don't know if i necessarily uh i didn't even classify know classify any was of still that as around. Art.
0: Like I thought like sure pop-
1: we're on t b s so some of our audience kind of lost us, right, um, but we've been on t b s now for four seasons, i
2: yeah. think,
0: so is Conan, so I mean like you know, yeah, I mean, like t b s is a, a serious channel creating its own you know expanded you know i p
2: s
1: yeah, well, yeah. And I think in you know uh they're they're competing with uh everybody now including <laughs> net, i mean netflix yeah. netflix yeah. is making their own adult animation right yeah. you've got uh, oh you that's know. going on now yeah well yeah i mean it's I kind he of amazing worked,
3: uh, rob worked on something i think a show and uh, what's his name the adventure time guy and that guy's got a net netflix thing too oh yeah, yeah Lisa so.
1: hanwald is uh yeah. netflix and you know matt uh, graning is wow. uh, of yeah. course yeah at Netflix. They just premiered the second season of uh, Disenchanted. Mm. Um, but like you know, it, it's a weird thing because I I say all this, but you know, I mean, go to my artwork or my own website, and there's like there's no there, there's no animation stuff. I don't know if I really consider it art or mm. not. Um, it's a it's a thing that a lot of uh, stuff in it I use in my artwork. Mm-hmm. You know, like I re- I refer to animation and stuff a lot, but. <clears throat> yeah, it's a weird thing. It's are, are you? That's like, one of those. Is it art or is it?
0: It's not all cell animation, right? It's it's actually digital, all digital now, right? Nowadays,
1: I, yeah. I think yeah, most of it is
0: uh, like American Dad is. Oh, cell. certainly, yeah, yeah, all yeah, of it's all, yeah, digital, yeah. right? Mm. So like all the uh, animation now is being done in house. It's not like being shipped out to Korea. Oh no,
1: it's it's, it's shipped to Korea. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. There's yeah, no yeah, yeah. There's no change. There's no change. There's not a big change there. Yeah. The, what Let's let's define it as the creative is done here, right? <clears throat> so you're
0: still, still they still do like keyframes like here in America, and then they will and Korea will kind of we stitch do, it together.
1: Well, we do um anything that ha- is a design. So, for instance, any new character, prop, background, that type of thing, that's done here, handled here, and then. That includes any new color design. Uh, A lot of effects work Mm. uh, is designed here. Mm -hmm. Um, Then we do, of course, the script and all the voice acting and the boards, which are drawn digitally. Mm -hmm. And then, so there's, you know, they try to have a paperless studio. Uh Um, And then um, those boards are combined with the track to make an animatic mm. and that animatic for these shows is in particular is extremely finished mm. you know i mean it's
0: color everything's no system.
1: color but like the drawing is is pretty tight um it's not usable it's not production art right but oh, it's okay. pretty tight the timings all there right. most of the drawings are there you know like they they do draw a lot mm. they kind of overdraw but that's because after that, it's shipped to Korea and they do everything. Oh,
3: um, what okay. studio? What studio is that out of?
1: It's Fox Television it's Animation. Fox. Wow. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's Andrew
0: Brando. We'll be digging far deeper into all this, you yep. know, stuff in a little bit. But let's start with our top fucking five.
3: Yeah, you said yours is epic, so maybe I'm gonna hold- I'll do mine first.
0: Yes. Yes. Well, I don't know if mine is epic, but mine is thought mine out. Mine is.
1: Mine's not even... Mine's incredibly <laughs> thought out. Come
3: on. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> number one, Rob Sato, Be Quiet Show. We're Woo! here. Yeah. Uh, very... I, I love the work he did. It's more mature than ever, yes. I guess you'd say. Yes. Uh, there's a design element to it all. There's an artistic element to it all. And uh, people. some people think it was a little different than what he normally does, but... I think it's, I think it's all in line. Like, uh, it all makes uh, sense to me.
0: No, it, it definitely feels like Rob Sato. Yeah,
3: it all makes sense to me. Maybe so this yeah.
0: one probably is the one piece that you know that feels the least Rob Sato-y to me because but, it's, yeah, you know. But although like, he's done on post its post yeah. he's done those. Yeah, it's
1: oh. weird. So I was, I felt familiar with <laughs> these did. ones, but not as familiar with the explosion ones. Yeah, the explosion although,
3: ones were uh, in that comic he did that four four two comic. Yeah, didn't I
2: see a <laughs> he, whole show of that here?
3: Yeah. Okay. And there's a lot yeah. of um, explosions, although these are eruptions technically, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's... it's these um, could
1: be on the surface of your face. I guess. They, who Ooh. knows what they are. Or they or could be phalluses. They're, yeah. They're not necessarily they fiery. But they they're, look like
0: but, almost petrified. But they're
3: not explosions. Yeah. Like, I thought
0: that was a mushroom. Yeah. Could be different. Yeah. You know, or
3: a cauliflower. Or a cauliflower. But yeah, that's... I don't know, but I thought it, yeah. it was like Elmo's head. So I kept saying I kept <laughs> saying explosions, and he was like, "No, they're eruptions." Eruptions. I was like, "Oh, like shit. volcanic." Eruption. Yeah, because explosions maybe are man-made uh, often,
0: but
1: oh. uh,
3: eruptions are maybe not. So
0: mm. yeah, yeah, it's a good show. Should, yeah. Everyone should come out and check it out. we we'll to yeah. hopefully have Rob Sato here. Yeah, that's the
3: idea. I don't know next when. week. I hope so. Nice. We'll try. Got to make yes. it happen. Okay. <laughs> um, number two on my top five is. Um, so I'm doing landscaping at my house, right? Okay. But uh, do you, have you ever bought rocks for your yard? <laughs> <laughs> like like big rocks, like I, I like bought boulder. Yeah, yeah, boulder. Yeah. You know, anything over one foot, uh, like diameter, they call that a boulder. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, was, I, I was just like, I want to get a rock, and they're like, you want? Do you want rocks or boulders? And I was like, uh, boulder. Yeah, yeah, you know. But I found out, yeah, if it's over a foot, it's considered a boulder. Wow, I was like, oh, just a foot yeah so it's not in you know, the word boulder i always think indiana jones you know like right right, right yes. running from right. a boulder right. but uh no nah, it's just anything over a foot is what these rock people call it so mm. call, it, call it a boulder if you want something big
0: are you working in a zen
3: garden kind of thing is that i don't know about zen that's different not, yeah no because that's like that's that's real threatening yeah. scary. no but that's like some real shit mine's like a design thing less if, to call it a zen thing is sort of like real you know I don't know. Well, I a, mean, like a manicured I don't, fucking thing
0: where you're like raking rocks. No, and I'm sand. not raking rocks
3: or sand. I'm not raking anything. <laughs> but um, <laughs> only thing is to rake dog shit out of the rock. Aww. But uh, um, I, I bought a 1,300 pound boulder. That was right or 1,400 pounds. Uh, are they, is that like a VW size? How big? No, it's not. Uh, it would be how do I explain? Maybe three feet plus across. Just something that looks like if like like one of those maybe like the size of a yoga ball. You okay. know those big yoga balls that you sit on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe that big, a little bit bigger, but around there. And uh, I thought, hey, that's going to be, okay, that's like about a 400-pound thing. Hmm. And no, they s- weighed it, and it was 1,400. And oh, I was like, holy. Moly. But it looks like I'm like thinking, oh, maybe the 400,
0: you know? Do they have to bring like special uh, like stuff to move that shit around? No, you could, I mean, if you have a bunch of dudes with a fucking dolly, you
3: can do it. Uh, but I, I can't do it.
1: Remember but, when they had to move that rock through the city to oh get that, it to LACMA? That's,
3: how much did that weigh? Like tons that and must tons and tons. I mean, tons and tons and tons. Yeah. Well, they, they're, they're From they're what you're the, telling me, it's got yeah. Have. Yeah. So anyways, but mm. I learned that if you buy this rock in Santa Monica, it's 90 cents a pound. So 1,400-pound rock is like, you know, a thousand-something dollars, right? Oh, wow. So, if, if you, so just so you know, anyone who's going to buy a rock, don't buy it in Santa Monica or anywhere <laughs> like that. There's always farther, further away places, and I bought it for twelve cents a pound, instead. Oh yeah. shit! Okay, yeah. so and that, that there includes you go. delivery? No, that's that's the next okay. thing you got to deal with delivery. But <laughs> yeah, just so you know, you don't don't pay ninety cents. You could pay like twelve cents. It, it's out there. So, mm. but I bought a cool rock. So there nice yeah very happy did
1: you you specifically choose this oh yeah that's like it's
3: like the coolest part is going there and picking like you're walking around and going no not this one (laughs) not that one and you know like yeah you can find the right one and it kind of feels awesome when you're like yeah this one i want this so it's like buying an art piece in a way but as the guy said there um i was like are any of these man-made like are these any of these like you know, like man-made, like cast or Men somehow shaped, yeah. or made big and then broken with a jackhammer. So, you know, that therefore you're not taking it out of the ground, but you're sort of making it out of cement or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I thought maybe they could make a giant room-sized block and just break pieces. And it's, that's the rock, right? Or that's the boulders. Wait,
1: how would they make a big piece? I have no idea. Though? Just
3: mold it. But then the guy goes, the guy there was like, no, God made all this. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he said that. I was like, God. I was like, all right, Anyway. That's uh, cool. Number three, Andrew Yang. I'm not a politics guy, but I'm having a good time watching this Andrew Yang guy. Like oh. just because uh, he's he's odd. I, I, li- <laughs> I like him. Yeah, he I'm, is I'm, d- I'm beginning to like him, and he's starting like in California. I guess he's ahead of Kamala Harris. Like he's number right. uh, he's number four in the polls in California. Wow. <laughs> is there is there he's people still, behind Kamala? Uh, like her husband. I mean, they're w- really yeah. wealthy people, but
1: she keeps slowly. Yeah, she's dropping. Yeah. But
3: this dude's really nationally like 3% or 4%. So it's really tiny. But yeah. it's just fun watching him wreak havoc on everybody's, um, you know, he's, he's just getting higher than everybody by
0: is, there, is something? A, did something happen the last week? Because I haven't seen it. So There, like were, there was a debate.
3: Out. There was a debate. And mm-hmm. at the debate, he announced that um, he was going to give away 10 of those $1,000 a month grants, I guess you would call it. hmm like as a freedom dividend, it's called, and yes. he's giving away that to ten people. So he's asking people to apply on his website, therefore capturing their information. And uh, you know, his mm-hmm. his Twitter following like got went way higher after that debate and that announcement. Everybody laughed at him, and uh, but Boom. But, yeah. but he actually went. He had the, he had one of the better performances of that debate, evidently. Right, it but gave he, him a bump. But he's just some dude. Like he's he's having a good time. It looks like. So yeah, he look, yeah, I'm I mean, all for him. Yeah. I'm all for him, but I'm not necessarily backing him but i think it's fun it's just fun to watch yeah like yeah. this is like almost like hard to believe tv in a way i remember like when, he's doing weird shit i
0: remember when he was on fucking uh um joe rogan yes yeah. that's, that's what caught that was attention. like
3: he was like really nothing then yeah. it was just an idea yeah. now he's actually like getting like he's actually getting serious in a way yeah i feel like it's like what is it the person from the hawaii international film festival who's the director of that actually quit to work on that dude's um campaign you know so it's like people are actually giving up their careers to help this guy like it's really serious so
0: good luck andrew for
3: what it's worth go for it man mm-hmm. um
0: you know he does a lot of like small podcasts and so small no, he's podcasts. doing he's doing anything just yeah. to get
3: publicity you know we should put him here right here
0: he yeah. should yeah next time he's in la like hey yeah eric nakamura and luke Chu <laughs>
2: want you on the podcast he's gonna be like who the fuck <laughs> exactly what well the
1: fuck? He i'd rather knows you from the theme song Oh, yeah. Probably. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: number four, uh, um, po- the Poston, uh, what's that called? The Poston Pilgrimage. You know what that is? You probably don't know. Mm-mm. So my dad was a, what do you call it? An internee, I guess you would say. Um, you know, the camps, internment camps at World War Two. Oh, okay. Era. So my dad actually went to Poston, and uh, they're having a, next month a uh, pilgrimage oh. in October. So I actually bought tickets, and I'm going to drive to Arizona and take my dad wow at, at 86 he made a mention that he wanted to go to manzanar and i'm like you didn't even go to manzanar like that's not even the one you were at and he was like yeah i'd like to just see it and i was like how about the post in one like do you want to actually go to the one you were at and he was like yeah <laughs> i was like because you know it's a, it's further yeah. it being in arizona rather than like i don't know manzanar is three hours away or something right mm. this is a little further and and uh the hotel is a, a indian casino huh. meaning uh they like to you know, yeah. play them cards and shit. So Yeah, you can play some slots. Play some I'm cards. totally not into it, but I'm like, hey, we'll stay at this hotel and you can go have a good time too. And he was Get like some
0: buffet? He was like Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my dad was like,
3: fuck yes, son. So anyway. <laughs> nice. Yeah, doing that. Nice. Uh and then number five, new pins, including uh digital Mike Tyson, eight bit punch out. Eight Uh but yeah, I have six out. new pins out. There I thought is. I would uh, promote those for what it's worth. But yeah This th- one's mine. They've been a lot of fun. So uh I just made six more and I have like twenty more. I'm ready to make. Really? Yeah, but I'll get to it when I can. Anyways, those are my top fives. Less discussion because they're really selfish. Thanks.
0: Nice, <laughs> nice. All right, uh, I'll go next. This gives Brand, uh, Andrew a little bit of time to think of his top five. Yeah, I don't have top five. Uh, sure. Right. Well, I'm, I'm
1: thinking of it though.
0: All right. Um, I'm pretty enthusiastic. You get, you get the vibe. It's, it's like it's an anything goes kind of thing. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. yeah. Anything you want. Yep. You
3: know. So. Couldn't be negative. So. Yes. It could be your bottom five. Yeah. Uh,
0: wow. Sure. Yeah. So, um, number five is explosions in the sky. Oh.
3: I didn't get invited, but yeah. Oh, so. dude. Well, no, you I'm say you kidding.
0: don't go to fucking concerts anymore. I mean, like, I was thinking oh, of you, so good. but, Such like, a good fucking, band. like, and, I, and, I, and it was, they were fucking amazing. The, I was, they're, they're I was amazing. so impressed. Yeah. And,. Like, I invited Thomas Hahn to come with, along with me because. Did he know, go? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah. cool.
3: No, he should go. You no,
0: know, so, that's great. Like, yeah. I've, seen, I've seen them before. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Oh, they're great. Like, fucking, You know who they are? No.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, I have a they're, feeling.
0: They're kind of like. They did the fucking soundtrack to that one. F- uh, Friday f- Night Lights. Friday Night Lights.
3: The movie, not the TV show. Although one song of theirs you is. You guys in are the like TV losing show. me more as you
1: talk. Uh, okay. Um, uh, they're like cinematic. Post rock. Like, like, yeah, Post rock is what they call that yeah. genre,
3: just instrumental. Mm-hmm. Yep. but kind of epic, honestly. And yeah. Rad. And
0: like they, they get like very melodic and then it builds and like it's faster and it's distorted and it's really fun and it makes you want to paint. Nice. So, you know, I highly recommend it. If you are painting right now, I know a lot of artists listen to no, the podcast. they should listen to the
3: podcast. Then turn yeah. on explosions. After, in the once sky. this is
0: done, fucking put on explosions in the sky because yeah. it's awesome.
3: So wait, did you know all the music, or were you sort
0: of like? I lost it like on the last half of their set, so like, they played new stuff. Because I knew, yeah, I I, I listened to. I, I'm like very familiar with the first four albums. Sure, I was going to say that about know? four albums. Yeah, yeah and then like they started doing a bunch of soundtracky stuff, and I kind of lost them, lost yeah. track of them then. Mm-hmm. And then I started listening to the latest album, which is actually from 2016. Uh, the Wilderness or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's good, but it's not the first four albums. Oh, those
3: first four albums are amazing. Yeah, so, yeah. um, I, side story is that um, when I, I did that Oakland Museum show, mm-hmm. uh, David Cho painted, uh, he painted aerosol in mm-hmm. that gallery. right, And uh, he was just listening to explosions in the sky on a loop <laughs> the whole time. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. He, was way, he loves them. So, oh. yeah, he was Played it on a loop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they,
0: they were epic. They were great. It, yeah. Even though I didn't recognize yeah. the last half of their set, like yeah. I was really into it.
3: Did, you know? did they have an opener or?
0: Yeah, they had an opener, but like they, it wasn't really my thing. Okay. It was this kind of like this weird experimental indie kind of folk meets bossa Nova meets. Wow. Weird fucking hippie shit, you know, and I'm not really feeling any of it. Was there a lot of frat dudes? Kind of? No, no, no. Okay. It was, it was like a lot of fucking Gen X hipsters when i when
3: i saw them <laughs> when i saw them it was still like friday night lights was still kind of like a thing yeah it was a long time ago when i saw them right and uh, there's a lot of like frat dudes yelling friday night lights football team names oh geez like like you know <laughs> the, 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 the high school was called perm permian perm, permian high school i think that was the name mm. of the of the football team and there are people yelling permian high and shit like that like while the band's playing and i'm like. <laughs> You fucking like you you know they know it from the movie, and they were like yelling like really weird you know just things from the movie. So no, no, none
0: of that shit was going unfortunately. Yeah,
3: okay, so that's over because it's those fans are probably like forgot about them already. Yeah, exactly. It was really weird. I was like, oh
0: man, that's weird. Yeah, that's awesome
1: in a way. Like they brought their like totally fictional universe into the reality
3: into the concert. Yeah, yeah, and they're yelling shit like like that you know (laughs) because yeah. Um, uh, but I lo- yeah, rad. I'm jealous, but I'm okay. I didn't go see him next time.
0: It's you and me, man.
3: Uh, okay, but okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, my number four is Rob Sato. Fucking great show came out here. I went, <laughs> I did a big old fucking like you know gallery hop art tour. Yeah, a, uh, on Saturday. Um, this was the final stop, and you know, and I harassed Rob, like. Con, like consistently about like being on the podcast apparently this week he's busy you know but whatever
3: yep. that's
1: how i ended up here <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh my god oh, <laughs> thank you rob <laughs> yeah say thanks to rob thanks rob
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you can quickly text me your top five i'll do it now <laughs> <laughs>
0: rob. um uh, my number three is uh, Jolene Lai, or Monel, Pierre Louise, and Hunts Lu at ThinkSpace. Hmm. What's Hunts Lu doing at ThinkSpace? I don't know. <laughs> I was. I mean, he it, it only had like five or six pieces, you know. Was uh, you know, but like, uh, you know, I don't know. That's Hunts Lu, there's a lot of. He's in Asia. Yeah, <laughs>
3: he, he's in Taiwan now. Is <laughs>
1: he? He was at he, the opening. Yeah, he came. Is to... Th- he's hiding from you. No, <laughs> no, he
3: came to the opening here afterwards. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like what are you doing here, man? Go back over there. And I was kidding. I, I, didn't, do that. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. But then... Uh, he, no, no, I didn't do that. Poor guy. No, no I, didn't I did not. He was, he was here having a good time. Yeah, you know, yeah. He was happy. No, no but It's um, all good. Jolene he, probably, ma- he probably had a good night.
0: No, yeah. uh, Jolene's show was really cool. Like, I, I actually... Um, like, you know, it was, uh, it's a fun, like, you know, very kind of i don't know what the word uh, how i would describe it it's not i guess figured it's figurative work but like it all has this really kind of dark kind of subtle narrative going in there you know cool how do you you
3: spell the name
0: jolene 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 yeah and lai lai okay you know uh, oh
3: so they put all the chinese people together
0: uh except for um pierre louise
3: from china no, okay. Uh, I'm just kidding. No, I, don't, I don't know no, who I that is.
0: So I think he's from Indiana or something like oh, that. Okay, you know? it sounded French or something. Or Illinois. Yeah. You know. So he's,
3: he's from Illinois, but he's like a. French I think.
0: Man. I think that only because a good friend of mine, um, uh, Emmanuel, who um, worked like did, did some stuff with him back in the day, like is from oh. Illinois. So, awesome. You know. So yeah, um, that's number three. Number two is Shane Gillis from. Uh, f- the firing from SNL. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you know. Take me a
3: second to like think. Who is he? You know like, how fast our news is. Yeah, like that was on everyone's feeds for a second. Mm-hmm. It's gone now, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really? kind of is. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. I think wow. so. I don't. Yeah. I'm it, like. I barely. I was like, wait, is this an artist? And I'm like, oh
1: yeah, it's the, the comedian. Comedian, yeah. you know, so, uh, But w- uh, did either of you ever hear of this dude nope. before this? Never heard, heard of him? him. Never heard of I, him. I didn't either. I had no idea who this dude was. You and know, people are like, "Well, it just you know goes to show if you've heard his thing." And I was like, "But I've never heard his. I have no
3: idea." A lot of people said it wasn't. Not, nothing was funny anyway. Yeah, it, like was, it was. It was. I, I never it, listened to anything. But, the, but
1: so how come there's no vetting at a level like that? Like how yeah. come? Like SNL, you know, like imagine a gallery. You've got 12 months in the year. You can have 12 shows if you've got once a month, Right. right? Mm-hmm. You know, that's not a lot. Mm-hmm. SNL is on every week, but they've got a cast of like twelve people, right? Yeah, right. Like it's not a huge and, cast, and Out probably of the a big staff. People,
3: probably a big staff too that can, yeah. Like an, that there's do an that. intern who should just like research a little bit,
1: right?
2: A little but they did not even bit. do that. Yeah, it's well, it, just
1: it, it seems like bizarre to me that you could have a presence anywhere, even if it was a minor YouTube presence or something. You know, if you're a comedian, that not one person went like, "Oh, who do we have next? Oh, let me just look." Oh, he's got this funny joke on here and blah blah blah. You know what well, I mean? Well, it's, like, it's not
0: even like that. I mean, because he was doing these podcasts. Because I guess most comedians do podcasts these days, and yeah. he was doing it with his friend. And comedians I, are
3: so played out,
2: they, <laughs> anyway. Yeah.
0: But like uh, his um <laughs> his friend, like I was listening to his um no, listening to like this excerpt that was like meant um that was brought to light and um you know and like you know. It it, it, it it a it wasn't funny you know like you know I I you know I'm I'm not like a social justice warrior in any way you know but like I was listening to it and like this calling a person a fucking chink is not funny you know like, I don't, I don't
3: know if, was he trying to be funny or is he just kind of no funny. he was just talking to his he's, friend he's about fucking chinks right? yeah. and like yeah. you
0: know and ha- he would call like noodles noodle neuters because um. he's trying to fucking lazy oh, yeah. yeah and it's yeah. just like
1: you know. Like, but he wasn't contextually doing it, in any way of like, look how idiotic it is to be racist. He was just yeah being casually racist. Yeah, yeah, like being casually which is racist, the, which is
3: the worst kind because that's just like every day for him, probably. Right. Right. I don't know if he's trying to be funny or is this just like every day? He's like, look at that chink driving. Yeah. Look at all yeah. those chinks waiting for noodles. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like it's or, like
0: he's probably just like, or as
3: they like to say, neuters. Yeah. You know?
0: Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I was just like, you know, like all right, you know, and like his friend. Um, whom he was doing the podcast with, was, in my eyes, like 10 times more offensive. But he wasn't, his friend wasn't the one who was going to oh. SML. Oh. You know, and um, I'm sure there's a lot more material, and I didn't catch any of the homophobic stuff, but like. Oh, He did that too? Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, this guy's like a triple crown then. What else did he do? <laughs> did, did, did he do an N-word at least? If he uh, does that.
0: Oh, no. Like, <sighs> what, white people are afraid of the N-word. Oh, okay. Aren't More white, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the one white guy. Yeah, 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 white. Is, is that true? that be true? I'm trying to think about the level of fear, but yeah.
3: spokesperson for all white people. What yeah. would you say about that? No, I'm just <laughs> yeah, like, like Sorry.
0: you know, <laughs> I mean, like yeah.
3: If you're like, yeah, you could be well, a hip hop. There's nothing wrong with being. You hip-hop. guys <laughs> would ask me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You're the racist <laughs> yeah, exactly. in this situation. I yes. just, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah.
2: And,
0: um, you know, so, yeah. And that's fun. the ironic part is is that, like, you know, one of the three people that were being hired was an Asian guy and the first Asian person to join the SNL staff. So.
3: Really? Yeah, they mm-hmm. hired, yeah, yep. at the same time. Yeah. They also hired the first Asian. I don't even know who that guy is. Yeah, I don't know. At, is,
1: is there a big exodus going on at the same time? Are we, like, losing... Actually, don't know the name. Yeah, yeah, we
3: name one person.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, we
0: we lost. What's her name? Uh, the like the six foot tall African American woman. Oh, I don't she's know. gonna
1: ghost bust.
0: Uh, yeah, the, yeah. She she's yeah. I think she's done. Wow, you know. I don't so. even know who that is, but oh, okay. she's hilarious. I've,
1: I haven't watched it. She used to anymore. flirt with the news guy, and it was funny. Yeah, it was oh. really funny.
0: And then she did the skit with like that one skinny guy with the curly hair and the glasses. Um, Bill Hader. No, not Bill Hader. He's
1: gone already. Is he yeah, gone? Bill Hader's gone. Oh, wow. You know? okay. um, Bill Hader's showing up in his own TV shows. Yeah,
0: actually. he's got fucking. He's in fucking what call Barry. Barry, which yeah. I've started watching. I like that show. Yeah, it's good. But I thought he
3: was still on SNL at the same time. I, I guess. Uh, no. I guess you can't double dip, huh?
0: No, uh-huh. no, no. I don't think so. Really.
3: They should want you. Don't to. think they do. That. I think if you're starring, they want, they like want you On to, a though.
0: show like starring, like the head of a fucking show, you kind of really don't have much more time. Is
1: Kristen Wiig still on SNL?
0: No, I don't think so. No, you know which one's Kristen? And I also think the one, the blonde one, the blonde one who plays um, like one of the the um, uh, Fox News correspondents is probably going to, I think.
1: Okay. Wow, Keenan?
0: I can not maybe well, I, don't, I don't remember. The, I'm really bad with I don't names. I don't yeah, I don't know anybody on that I, show I just usually anybody. go there for the political humor and that's right. about it. You know, and my number one UFOs are real. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I I bet I well oh, man do you
3: know what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. Yes.
0: UFOs. Oh, backslash UAPs. Unidentified aerial phenomenon. And so that
3: means that Blink-182 guy, Tom DeLonge, is yeah. legit. <laughs> yeah, <are> you fuckers <laughs> you just, who, like, wrote him That's what up? really is the news right there. <laughs> He's yeah. legit. legit. Oh he fucking legit, Right man. now, that guy is, like, probably so happy because everyone thought he was Dude. a wacko. Yep. And here he is, like... Oh shit! He's not. not Every be.
1: time he goes to those UFO conventions, now he's going to be upgraded yeah. to the best room at the best you Western. Know what? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they're going to give him two soaps.
3: <laughs> you know what? When he shows up, they're going to they're going to let it, they're going to crowd surf. He's going to crowd surf. Yeah. Oh yeah, yes. Oh, you know? yeah. He's
2: going to be like, oh, this, <laughs> takes I, me I, back. I
1: did
3: this.
2: <laughs> I
0: got this done. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I, I, I was, did this. How yeah.
1: old? Wait. How old were, were these documents? I can't remember. It was like they were. No, they're not that old. They're right? like, yeah. yeah, they're from they're from the 2000s. They were originally
0: released like early this year. Like we talked about it when right. they were released. I've seen
3: them released before. I've seen these before. Right. But was it p- part of his documentary or something? Or, I don't I don't know. Kind of unsure how he was involved, uh, he's
0: got like that organized to the stars, yeah. which going will call it, and then like he was he they got his hands on like these what were like touted as um like camera footage from planes, like, targeting cameras were, like, you know, that locked on to these area yeah. um, UAPs or UFOs. And then, you know, he released them, you know, and everyone was like, is this fucking real? This is going to be fucking bullshit, blah, 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 this and that. And today, just yesterday, or was it the day before yesterday? The day before yesterday, I think. Yeah, the fucking Navy came out and said, nope, that's fucking... That's the real but deal. But what they're saying is the, footage, be, the ju- footage
1: is real. Yeah, the footage cl- is real. Just to be clear, the footage is real, that this is an unidentified flying yeah, object. it could be a, could be a yeah.
3: drone or a fucking anything. Yeah. But they, Superman. But they don't know. Yeah, but they don't know. Right. That's they the whole point. Right. Yeah. Which, is the which means it's a UFO yes. by yes. definition. Well, yes. certainly. Or a UAP by definition. What's, right. an a- what's the
0: UAP? Univer- uh, unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. Oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's that what that's that what fits. they call it right? know, over there. Right.
2: So, you know. Oh,
0: they
1: don't use the term UFO. No. Oh, I no, see. Because it I think it's too loaded.
3: It has a bad stigma. I got gotcha. you. But yeah. they should use it now and bring that word back cuz it's legit. So. It's now legit. Did Dude.
1: you go did it you happen. grow up with Project Blue Book?
0: What's that? I know what Project pl- uh, Project Blue Book is. It's the one where know. it's the, Uf- it's it's the like Air Force's it. attempt to fucking dismiss and debunk like people's ufo sightings so there was a
1: whole tv series called project blue book Mm. that was that exact thing Mm. and they um started with this weird thing where they were like you know from the dawn of time man has seen (laughs) things in the skies Mm. and they use one of the biblical characters who saw a ufo right and they're like, in this guy, and then, you know, the dudes who found the area. Like Abraham 51. and all this other shit. Yeah, Ezekiel. Yeah. Ezekiel. They used yeah. Ezekiel yeah. in particular right. and because he saw a spinning wheel mm. and stuff. And, you know, it was just this crazy show. But I remember growing up on it thinking that this was so legit. What what Like year the Project was, Blue Book was what, this legit. Thing. What year was that? Gosh, I was a kid, and this was probably. Oh, I didn't see it. Probably at the time of. Close Encounters. I think it was running off the Close Encounters right. popularity. Wow. Mm. Um, so what would that be? Seventy-eight. Yeah, maybe. Sure. I don't know. And, that, and and it might be have been before wow. that because I remember In Search of used to do oh, UFOs. Oh yeah. In, In Search of, of yeah. that show creeped me out. That was a weirdly creepy show. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, like yeah. the
0: the ending credits and the creepy music and everything like that and the like shots of like weird shit and like. Yeah. You there know. was a
1: kind of cool '70s thing where that type of shockumentary stuff was really popular, and there was even like a line of like Time Life books, but they'd be like on witches. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, and stuff like that. You yep. know,
0: I didn't even know about that. I, I think I remember
1: those. And they, but but it's a weird like a sort of academic legitimization of that of the occult or of UFOs or whatever was real popular. Like, was ESP to make, that was, that was wildly the, popular in the 70s.
3: That was to make money, though, wasn't it, some of it? It, it was, but to it's make odd the that, that, like,
1: yeah. as a phenomena, it just sort of faded. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, that's a something that, like, when people are like, oh, let's bring back the 80s, or da da da, da. I always wonder, like, when are they going to bring back these ESP, weird fascinations? ESP. Yeah. Well, because,
3: like, D&D was already kind of culty, and yes. that, and the phenomenon around it was all culty. Now it's, like, pop culture, but... Yeah, but it was like that was like a legit scare. It was like, oh no, kids are gonna go crazy playing this game, right? Well, growing up in Michigan, we had
1: um, Dallas Egbert. Do you remember that dude?
3: No, but isn't Gary Gygax from like Michigan too?
1: Oh, I couldn't even say. I think so. You were from you're from Michigan? I am. I love Michigan. I am. So so Dallas Egbert. I don't know who that is. Playing Dungeons and Dragons, but he and this was, I'm gonna give you like the rumor-fried version of it. The rumor-fied version of it was Dallas Egbert was this genius. He was going to Michigan State University. Michigan State University has these tunnels under a lot of the campus, uh, and they referred to them as the steam tunnels. I don't. I'm not saying that they ran steam through them, but I think yeah. like in the winter, steam would rise right. from these grates. So I think that's how they got this name. Yeah, steam U-
3: UCLA tunnels. has them too, evidently. Yeah. So does so, the UC Irvine.
1: So so Dallas got addicted. This is again rumorified but they he got addicted to playing Dungeons and Dragons and went underground to bring it to life and play kind of like the first larper ever whoa was Dallas oh, Egbert, wow. and then he went mad and took it too far and supposedly the- ru- the first rumor was that he had disappeared that Dallas Egbert, this genius kid, had been playing Dungeons and Dragons and disappeared underground, the and then later it was that he actually was found but in Texas and couldn't remember a thing. Wow. Like something weird had happened underground and he had like a, a break. Wow. And then showed up in Texas. And then that rumor sort of faded into that he was actually uh and this would be the mid 70s. He had a problem that he was homosexual and embarrassed, afraid and decided <laughs> to go live another life somewhere oh, else. Right. <laughs> so I don't know which one of those is the most accurate. I um. honestly don't. But um, subsequently, Tom Hanks.
3: The movie. I saw this the movie, movie. Mazes and Monsters. Yes, I saw the movie. Which was a book. That was based on that? Yeah. No was way. was based on Dallas. I always Emperor. wondered what that was based That's on. That was based on Oh, that. wow. Yes, yes. Do you I know what we're talking about? I have no Basically, idea. Basically, it's Tom Hanks. becomes He's like a gamer, plays games, and he kind of goes crazy and turns into like... He his mind, He just loses his mind, and
2: yeah,
1: right. The he very goes, he goes to college, yeah, and he starts. He's been warned by his parents, like, "Don't you play those games when you're in college?" Because <laughs> so this is pre
0: bosom Buddies, fucking Tom Hanks. I think, I think it's, so. I think he's you like, think pre or might might be right after. Right okay. after. He's he's yeah. young though. The yeah. guy's like
1: college uh, age. Yeah. So he's believably young. He might yeah. have been older. Yeah. But um, so they tell him, "Don't play those games because you'll go crazy." And then, sure enough, he does. And he goes crazy, and he believes he's a ma- magical monk or something like that. I don't. Know. I just
3: remember at the end, he's with his friends, and it seems normal. Then he goes, "I want to talk to you about this campaign." And it's yeah. like, "Oh, he's still he's crazy." Yeah, the, his friends come yeah. to see him, right? I At his that. house, yeah,
1: because he had had this break, and so he left school. He goes to live with his parents again, mm. and they come, and they're like, "Oh no, he's fine. You gotta yeah. go say hi." And he takes him out to the backyard, and there's this lake and he's like there's a village over there.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah.
3: But that,
2: that I
1: got I got to look this movie up. That happened to I would say 70 to 80% of the people playing D&D <laughs> at the <that> time. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, I it was never just, played D&D. There was
3: a, there was a big like national outcry of like fear of what D&D was. Oh yeah. It was
1: like Satanic panic. I know, but
3: they had satanic they had Satanic panic. They had, they had Satan was one of the, wasn't he one of the or it was Bezel bub or whatever Bezelbub, yeah, 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 yeah they're, they're, it was in the yeah. monster manuals and shit those was, was, yeah, there I was some was devil shit in there, so uh, yeah there, there was wasn't that
2: demonic yeah. So. yeah
3: oh, one one thing I want to talk about before going forward with uh your my list those um I w- you know, it's been in the news before uh, before uh Andrew Yang stuff, before um, UFO stuff the, the the last week's news was these vape vape pens, <laughs> right.
2: Yeah, vape, the the the, the,
3: the, the kind of like danger of vape pens. Well, maybe it's two weeks ago. Are you? Do you hear yeah, about that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 in and, fact, and um, the president we'll, we'll, said he was going to
1: throw, make sure kids couldn't get access to. And, and vape we're pens. watching
3: Luke vape right now. So, yeah. what do you think of that, Luke? Because um, uh, my first fear was. Luke needs to know about this. And then
0: I didn't text you. And I'm so like, you know what? I, st- I uh, no, still care trust about me, I still care
3: <laughs> about you, but I, I was like, I'm gonna text Luke and I'm like, nah. It's cool. <laughs> <Too much. laughs> cool. Yeah.
0: Like, look, here's the here's the deal. First of all, the um the yeah, there's been seven deaths um that's a lot. attributed to vaping. That's a lot. But most most, if not all of those are attributed to THC vaping. Um now considering the Your fact- sister does that. Yes, she does. Now considering okay. the fact that like there are two fucking states in the United States that have legal marijuana. Um and there's only two? Yeah, Colorado and here? California. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I thought that was like shitload more. No, no, there's a shitload more that are like, you know, medicinal marijuana you know where you Oh, we're recreational. Use. Use. Yes. We're, oh, saying. so you
3: could just party. I didn't even know. I thought yeah. like Portland or Oregon yeah. was okay.
0: Or was it Oregon or is it Colorado? Know. Like, I thought No, it was Colorado. Colorado is yeah. recreational. Yeah. Use. Yeah. yeah. They were first, yeah. But yeah. yeah,
1: but I think medicinal use
0: Medicinal use is about like 35 states. Now, um, so but there's still a huge demand for for marijuana and marijuana products and so like, you know, of course there's going to be an underground market for all of this stuff. You know, and in that underground market, you're going to find people who are going to cut corners, try and do things, and create and create you, you know funky you know juices that, you know, on uh, first impressions like you know do the trick, but like a pro- uh, you know with prolonged use are going to fuck you up. <clears throat> I've been vaping you know nicotine for almost nine years now, you know, and I remember the first time I actually bought an um, a e-cigarette you know pen was when I was traveling to Europe. And, like, I didn't want to fucking, like, be, you know, stuck in a plane for 12 hours without, like, my nicotine. And I knew I'd be able to vape in a plane as long as I was being discreet. <laughs>
1: I, I want Somehow there's a vapes on a plane joke. <laughs> no, no, no. no it's
0: just, there's motherfucking vapes on these planes. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the truth, you know. It's just the truth. And, you know, I've, you know, through the use of these e-cigarettes, I've been able to stop actually smoking, like, you know, physical tobacco, and you know, um, but it's
3: safer now to smoke physical tobacco.
0: No, I don't think no? so. Okay, I think the thing I think <laughs> because of, like you know, um, I definitely feel like I could breathe deeper now. I definitely feel like I can't. I, you know, I don't stink as much. You know, and you know, um, I've even go so, gone so far as to lower the the amount of nicotine I um, inhale.
3: So, what, what are people getting sick on? Do you think? I
0: believe they're getting sick on these bathtub you know like a homemade that, home, that, brew? That, yeah, home brew of you know fucking you know um. um chemicals to to um hold like you know THC um and,
1: and so it's like not, somebody's taking THC liquid yeah and but mixing it with something
0: to make it vapable. Uh, uh, like well, an
3: oil or something,
0: it's yeah. A like, higher temperature, right? Like or yeah. lower temperature. They're like using oil. like there. For, there was the, I think there was a point where they they were saying like vitamin E was um, being detected in these people's lungs, you know, which is you know an oil, and um, you know I guess oh, they were wow. using it to su- uh, to suspend the chemicals inside there. Wow. Um, I you know I'm you know don't like you know mess around with like weird formulas and this and that so. You know, I just kind of order my stuff directly from the um, the company, and I've never had any problems. And let's um, hope not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I mean, look. Here's the uh, thing. C- like, you,
1: is this something you could detect? Like, if if we sent Luke here to the doctor and said, "Hey," you know, l- I get, an, I
0: get f- an annual. Can you do like a? I'm getting. M- ne- I think next month I'll have my annual physical, so I'll. Uh, you know have it checked out out. yeah Yeah. but the thing is is that like i don't think anything's changed because like (laughs) i said i've been going to annual physicals now for like forever and i've been vaping for forever
3: you have have no fear with the vape let's put it that way no fear at all no
0: fear at all because yeah i mean like you know i think that like you know here's another thing like look it's not like you know this is fucking making me any healthier either you know i mean to a certain degree because yes i'm not you know, inhaling and combustible—better oh, be- than
3: cigarettes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah,
0: but the thing is, is that like it's—it's it's still a stimulant. It still constricts my blood vessels. It's still kind of you know um, complements things like heart disease and other fucking diseases. And it's not completely—we don't know for sure exactly because it's still a new technology and still new chemicals. We don't know exactly for sure like what it is necessarily doing to our bodies. Yeah. If I get lung cancer from it, then like, yeah. I mean, like, I accepted that as a potential risk, you know, but you might, you might become a hermaphrodite.
1: Yeah. I don't know. That was the first thing yeah. I thought
2: of. Yeah. Uh,
3: <laughs> that would be interesting. Yeah. You kind of froze for a second. I was like, <laughs> do you, is it you, are you starting to grow something? <laughs> <laughs>
0: or is something beginning to like, you know, get sucked in, you know? No. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So. You just yeah. don't, but you kept saying, we don't know. And I'm like, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Who knows what's going to
0: happen? Yeah. yeah. Um, Could
1: be made by vampires. It could be know. slowly turning you into...
0: You know, I've been watching uh, that one fucking vampire s- uh, mockumentary show. Um, what, what We, we Do we in, in the Shadows. The, yeah, yeah. It's not as good as the movie, but, like,
2: yeah. The movie
1: was, yeah, had a lot of impact.
0: Yeah, the movie was great. All right, yeah. let's hear our top fives, my man.
1: Yes. All right, well, I'm I'm guessing... I'm going to riff on my top fives. Let's do it. Uh, well, so the, the story I thought you might be alluding to... Uh, is this one. First off, I was annoyed the other day. Number one, when president Trump came to town and he fucked up the traffic here, <laughs> Oh, yeah. um, well, I'm on
3: the West side. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. I'm on the East it side. It was crazy. For, it. It.
1: it was crazy heading West from here because he had supposedly gone into Beverly Hills. Yeah. So from here is, I mean, from Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I tried to go. So I thought I was going, I was going to dinner and I thought, Oh, I'll go downtown. instead. said, you know, uh, and I was going to go to Honda Yacht. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And um, uh, it took so long to like zigzag through <laughs> fucked uh, up traffic. Uh, yeah. You know, like downtown itself was dead, dead as a doornail. And then the well, streets yep, are blocked off, the right? The streets were, yeah. well, no, they weren't. They I weren't mean, for they, a while. they may have been, but yeah. like where I was driving, it oh, was, at that was free hour, and easy. Oh, at that
3: hour, because I saw the, um, what do you call those things? The offsprays? Five offspray helicopters. Oh yeah, the those helicopters. Those are on four o'clock it flew to Santa Monica Airport. Because it go. flew right by here. And then And that, then he stays yeah. at that
1: gigantically tall Korean place. Is oh, that correct? No, Downtown. No, I
0: have no idea.
1: Like the tallest building in LA, but it's like fake. It's
0: oh, kind of like a, oh, oh, oh yeah, that weird like fucking a flag thing. or something on top. It, oh, that's a hotel? It is a hotel.
3: I had no idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a hotel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so maybe after that he went, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Okay. I feel like he probably went to bed at like 4 o'clock. Could because be. <laughs> it would be 7.30 on the East Coast. Right. And so he'd have to be tired, the Maybe. old guy. Maybe. <laughs> My opinion. Um, hmm. That he's old. And that guy
3: doesn't sleep, though, from what, from what I understand. No, oh, he
1: fucking sleeps. He's he not sleeps. a he probably, you know. It's the math keeping him up two or three days at a time, and then he sleeps for like four days. <laughs> four days, days yeah. yeah. And then his Twitter handlers just pretend he's awake by uh, plugging info. He does in. not
0: have Twitter ha- Twitter handlers, man. He, that guy. I mean, well,
1: when his twitters are spelled correctly, that's somebody else.
0: Right, right, right. It's definitely not him. Well, I mean, the just because Depo-
1: his hands are so small, I don't think he can reach the <laughs> keyboard. <laughs> Shit.
0: <laughs> no, you know the POTUS stuff. The POTUS Twitter feed is definitely handlers. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Um, but like his. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, his what? POTUS one <laughs> sounds like a documentary being written by sycophants <laughs> about him, you know? It's weird. It sounds completely unreal. Mm-hmm. Um, his own Twitter sounds like him, but I think he also has writers for that. Mm. Probably. Yeah. I think so. Yeah,
0: yeah, maybe. My guess. Yeah, It's probably like a third him, two-thirds, you know, fucking... Maybe
1: even two-thirds him, but I yeah. think there's definitely a chunk in there that's saying stuff when he's bu- busy or... You know, there's been moments where he's done like a photo shoot in the Rose Garden and someone's and he's released a tweet at the exact time stamp that he was in the Rose Garden. Ah. So like they're like, "Mm, so it's not him. Yeah,
0: but definitely. I mean, like, you know,
3: Oh, they they could set timers on that shit. Yeah. Can't you you?
1: tweak that? Yeah,
0: use tweetdeck. Oh, I don't yeah. use tweetdeck.
1: But like, you, you could, know, I, could I need time to, time to get, get you guys to do my Twitter. You could t- not have one. But you uh, could just uh, you could time uh, your Twitter's anything yeah. you want to write.
2: <laughs> <just>.
0: <laughs> well, you know, like you know, like you know, acknowledging the fact that he's waiting on our Saudi Arabian overlords to tell him what whether to do. or not. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. definitely all Trump. Yeah, you know, no fucking like stooge from the fucking White House would you know dare write that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Anyways.
1: Uh, speaking of downtown, my number two is that I went to. Have you guys? You probably have both spoken about this already. The Alamo Draft House.
3: I've not been. I have not been downtown. No, I heard it, it open. What is it? No, it's a movie theater. It's, a, it's m- a movie
1: theater. Uh, it's s- the, it's
3: the Mondo, same the Mondo people's it's the under. Mondo people
1: started yeah. in Austin. Yeah, I think. Oh. and um, they show first run, but also older movies. Oh, and they do like festivals, like oh, it's Back to the Future month or whatever. Yeah. Um, But what I liked about it, uh, the screen size is smallish. yeah. Mm. But, so every seat is like a leather, fully reclining seat. Oh. And they have, so there's no row behind you, so you can fully, you're not bothering anybody. And then they have like a little, kind of like, you know, those school desks that have the desk built in. Mm -hmm. So they have this desk built in. And on top of that is this little box of papers where you can write a menu. And then they have a full menu, like full, like a full vegan menu. Oh, you can write in an
3: order for them. And you can write in an order. Mm.
1: And so I had like quinoa and roast vegetables. Wow. Lovely. Um, But you can also go there. If you go for an early show, you can actually get like brunch food. Ooh. Um, And, you know, they've got all the normal stuff, the popcorn, endless bowl of popcorn. It comes in like a big metal bowl. And um, their drinks come in regular plastic cups, like not – you know, like a fast food cup, but like right. a full-on cup. But um, the cool thing is their system. So I went to see it. That's what I was checking out. So it's a long movie, right? How was it, by the way? Oh,
0: three hours long. Right. Yeah. I heard was like it there. good? <laughs> is it worth watching? Don't tell me anything. Just you know. Is it worth
1: watching? It? If you're a big fan of it, I liked the first one. I liked the first one a lot. Yeah. Um, this one, I'll just say, overall, I wasn't as impressed by the effects. So that's me. Mm. Um, But while you're watching the movie, if you decide like... So they come around and grab your order before the movie even starts, of course. But then during the movie, if you decide like, you know, I'm thirsty now or whatever, you can take out one of those cards, write on it, and then you flip the card upwards, Mm. and these dudes like swoop down.
3: So they're watching?
1: They're watching, but I mean like they're so efficient it's mind-blowing. Wow. And they do not get in your way at all. It's just like this whole... It's like... The, the size of the screen and stuff almost pushes this to the level of like you're just watching this in your living room with friends. Yeah. So well, um. I think the maximum
3: size, isn't the biggest theater, is 99 seats or something like that? Yeah. My, this yeah. The
1: particular one I was in even felt possibly smaller. Yeah, than yeah.
3: Me. I heard the biggest is like and they small. like a, a dozen small. theaters.
2: Yeah. yeah. Mm.
0: Have you made to more. an
1: iPick? It sounds
0: kind of like an iPick. Mm hmm. I, I've been to that. Yeah. 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 Like, I has like, they're not leather, but they're like really comfy reclining seats and like everyone's in their own kind of like weird, like cubby kind of thing. They got they food. Have, they have yeah. like a full menu yeah. and, and drinks and like, you know, and they give yep. you popcorn in the beginning. Yeah.
1: These guys had a full bar. They had, uh, you know, wow. Yeah. Nice. And, yeah. uh, it's, it's a nice little spot downtown. It's a great, you know, it's, it's, it's right off the Metro stop. So you can get out and you know, whatever, nice. but they also have their own parking lot. Easy in and out. Mm. So that was good, and that leads me to my number three, which is that this is right prime time of year for me to start watching the horror movies. Mm. I, for some reason, become very nostalgic for horror movies at this time of year, up leading up into Halloween, I guess. Sure. But I have this fascination with a couple different genres, but one of them is definitely horror movies where there's a a type of fantastical suburban neighborhood that only exists in movies <laughs> that I think like like the the Steve like the Steven Spielberg like ET neighborhood.
3: Sure. Oh I see.
1: Do you know what I mean? Like there's like and possibly he used it in poltergeist. Mm. Um and you see it like in the Scream movies. Mm. Where they like all the kids go to a house to watch horror movies together, and it's like this kind of perfectly designed fantasy house for like kids to fuck around in. Right, you know, like it's not right. a real house at all, really. Right, right. You know, um, so I'm fascinated by that. So, so you
3: watch horror movies to look at the architecture? Yeah. That's what you're telling me? Oh. Yeah,
1: I've been watching like the background architecture wow. of these horror movies. I, th- I was thinking it'd be a great thing to paint was just the background of. horror a, a scene from a horror movie not any of the characters or blood or anything and just mm-hmm. try to kind of like pull that out somehow it's a it's that's my own fascination uh and then <laughs> Please,
3: <laughs> maybe, maybe there'll be people lining up to buy those right luke yeah, yeah prob- probably yeah, that's a
1: yeah that's one that i probably will be covering my own walls with <laughs> um, <laughs> but that leads me to my my Ultimate, so I guess we're on four now. My favorite genre of movie of all time is the hunting humans genre. Oh. So there's like a huge legacy of those, and that brings me to Back to Trump, who made comments about one that Blumhouse was trying to put out called The Hunt. Hmm. Have you heard of this? I think
3: I did. I think I saw a trailer for that. Is there a trailer?
1: There was, and then it's been pulled. Oh, okay,
3: because I I know I saw it. Because
1: they decided to pull the movie completely. And it because was, Trump fucking commented on it? Yes, because so the movie, it's, a, it's one of those conservative misunderstandings that turns into them boycotting something that they, just because they decided, like, oh, you know, and they're ne- no one's going to look at any of the source material. They're just going to be angry about this situation. Uh. But basically it's a movie about a, a world in which the wealthy can hunt the poor
3: right and, okay. the, and there's been a series of those movies right oh yeah right like, a, like 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 ice tea was in one of them yep the, uh, the yeah the game or something right? like that oh, running right. the game i right. think wasn't there one wasn't the is came from a book called the da- the most dangerous game most maybe? dangerous game and that's it's the a, first a one bo- a novel. Uh, there's actually a
1: black and yeah. white movie with Vincent Price i believe called yeah and and, and the danger, most dangerous game so wait
3: is the running man part of this too
1: i would say the running man is i include the running man although it mm. it verges a little bit on that sci-fi kind of thing. Well, yeah, but, but you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, there's one called uh, Turkey Shoot, I think, tu- Turkey Shoot 2000 or something. And it's got like um, Steve Railsback who played Manson in the original Helter Skelter movie. And Eliv- uh, uh, Elizabeth Hussey, who was in Romeo and Juliet. She played Juliet. Oh, really? That's wow. yeah, like called the weirdest cast. Wow. And then they're chased around the Australian outback by these vicious prison guards. It's like this weird. There's another one called, um, oh, I think it's called Panic Park or something like that. But it's basically like when you're in prison, they will let you go free if you can run across the desert and get out. Oh, wow. But they make it impossible. Mm. Of course, they're chasing you with, you know. Wait. Vehicles and guns. So wait,
3: what about um Battle Royale? Is that, yeah, that's does that I was count thinking. or not? Battle
1: Royale is is I think close to a hunting human movie because they all end up hunting one another. Yeah. 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 But it's it's a it's an amazing yeah, like the the the, the there's that one with Jean Claude Van Damme, Hard Target, which was like John Woo's first American movie and it did terribly. Um, yeah. Um and and kind of wrecked his American career, I think. But he he um you know, gets he's trying to he's trying to save uh or help a a girl find her father turns out her father's been killed he was hunted to death and so then he gets himself I- I- in trouble with these guys that are hunting homeless vets and they want it to be oh, vets wow. so that it's a good hunt wow <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's, a, it's talking about the homelessness and hunting humans mm. so it's
0: definitely a, a class kind of Thing is, what you're what when you think usually, of.
1: yeah. Yes. I think so. so. Th-
3: this should be a film festival for that that theater, yes. You know, the Andrew brandell Festival, which is hunting humans, humans. hunting that's humans at Alamo yeah. Drafthouse, yeah, yeah. All which
2: movies, which the Alamo humans. was kind of yeah. hunting humans yeah, there you in go. a way, mm, yeah, to a certain yeah. degree, yes, yeah, yeah. So mm. there you
3: go, yep. Wow, that's <laughs> an interesting genre, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. So, that leads me to I my like number five, which is now you can see how this all fits together. It's all coming together now. So when I was driving a home on the same night that Trump was in town,
3: which was yesterday, yesterday or day before
1: yesterday I think day before yeah, day before um, I crossed a bridge that I cross very often and it's at the corner of Bronson and Hollywood where there's a Tommy burger mm-hmm. uh, and hmm. it takes you over the one Oh one.
3: Gotcha. Okay.
1: And on that particular overpass there have been recently a few tents put up by yes. homeless individuals. I've seen that. Yeah. Okay. And, um, there were people with printed, uh, protest signs protesting these tents.
3: Oh, wow. And, what? They, and they
1: said on them things like no tents, you no know, tents, <laughs> yep. past tents," future oh. tents." Um, <laughs> They they said... Damn. I know. Yeah. Dad jokes. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> but they said things like, follow the law, take down the tents. <laughs> wow. But what's the law? I, I think that's all made up. There's no law that tents... In fact, it's kind of... If there was a law, I think they'd be taken down more yeah, quickly. Yeah. But especially in L.A., there's no law that you can't have these tents.
3: I guess you could have litter. You could block a sidewalk. Those are only... You know, like there's... Stuff but
0: uh, they're not enforcing. I, that. I didn't yeah. even know people are protesting.
3: But it was these weird. They're it weird. They're not enforcing that anyway.
1: No, no, there's no like, enforcement. But they're right protesting now. it because Trump has said one of his deals and in coming over here was that he was gonna get rid of the homeless or that he's gonna <laughs> help us.
3: Oh, you mean hunt them?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well that's this is see? You oh. brought it back for me. Oh th- you. Yeah. Yeah. I think Well oh, you're uh, welcome. I think it's he reason he doesn't want the movie The Hunt to come out is that it's too close to home. I think he's actually gonna be hunting humans.
3: Well, his sons. At yeah, least. his sons definitely. Likely. Yeah. Well. Yeah. He's wow. just
1: facilitating these sons, which will obviously take place in Saudi Arabia. Whoa.
0: Whoa. I'm assuming. Whoa. 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 You full. That was a full, a full circle of top five isms. That's my top five. Wow.
3: And, and with puns, too. A little bit of puns in there. <laughs> Very Very good. I love the puns.
0: I can't believe that there were people actually protesting like the homeless. Like, that is so fucking lame.
1: And also lame because they were doing it in an area. First off, they were all standing. Were they standing near the tents? No. Were they standing on the sidewalk? No. They were standing over in the driveway of a, uh, a firehouse. So, it's mm. weird. They were, like, basically at the safest place that you could possibly be away from these people wow. that they're protesting. Wow. You know, I mean, just a block away, there's an underpass. Uh, it's the one, I think, that goes down Argyle um, from Franklin to Hollywood. And right. it's maybe Gower Street, but it is, like, a homeless in Cayman. that has been there for a very long time. And those guys wow. are very aggressive. Like wow. They'll run at your car aggressive. Oh. You know, like. Like zombies? Yeah. Like
3: zombies. So, so who like so were the protesters? Were they all white people?
1: Hmm. I'm going to say yes, but I. Thank you. you know you. what? Yeah. Thank you. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. I'm, I yeah. Was just I like, I, the, it
0: depends on the town, man. If you're in, yeah. like, fucking, like, K Town, it's all going to be Koreans. Yeah. I didn't take any photos you know, of these guys, but, no. yeah, they, like, they you like, you know, what was, was, was It's the, uh, uh, the NIMBY people, you know? Yeah, yeah. the yeah. NIMBYs. Yes. Oh, well, you
3: know what? Koreatown. Oh, man. That's a very powerful, like, neighborhood for um, protesting and protests or neighborhood council-related stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, When they were going to build a a bridge home or something like that, you know, just for, like, basically just to help really, like, people get out of homelessness. Right. And um, they voted hardcore to not build one there, and they went apeshit over it. Like, made so much noise that I, I think they're not building it there. Mm. It, uh, nim- the NIMBYism is very strong there wow. you know, in Koreatown, really powerful. Fucking NIMBY. Whereas man. here, it was like, yeah, build one here because <laughs> uh. they're going to build one here. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the, there it was just like, no, absolutely not. And then th- was it the other thing in Koreatown was they were going was it they wanted to add a little Bangladesh in Koreatown, like right. like a, like a block to make, and it had like a record amount of people came out and voted no to that, and it was in Koreatown, <laughs> like a high number. I was like. Yeah, I, we can't mobilize a hundred people in this neighborhood, but that one, thousands and thousands and thousands came out to say no oh to, little, to little Bangladesh, which is like they wanted one block in Koreatown, like thousands. Anyways, I thought that was interesting. You know, why do Koreatown's I feel strong's. like
1: I just passed a little Bangladesh?
3: There is a block in there that has like some Bangladesh businesses in Koreatown, uh, but maybe it was there. Yeah. Yeah. They but just, they, anyways,
0: they will not. They will not get a street sign that says it's, little
3: Bangla it's not, Bangladesh. Yeah, yeah. It's not happening. Mm. No. It. Maybe you could do a little, little Korea or something, or you could do something <laughs> like that, you know. But yeah. uh, it's hardcore. Anyways, yeah, Nimbies, man. Good job. Top five was uh, that was a really creative top five. That was great. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yep. That so was, I made it up on the fly for you. That guys. was pretty good.
1: <laughs> I don't usually do things by the numbers.
3: I like the hunting humans part. Yeah, I don't know uh, why. No,
1: Because yeah. well, well, it had to bring it to Halloween. But and I like to
3: watch Trump. Those those games are those movies. I used to, They're freaky.
1: They are freaky and it's incredible that there's so many of them that yeah. it's a genre. And I can't believe Ice-T was the I in didn't
3: watermelon. even
0: know that's it was nice. a fucking genre. I, I used to, I mean like I actually like the hunting human genre a lot more than like some weird sci-fi horror kind of like genre. Yeah,
1: there's a
3: realism to it that's so is Rambo considered a hunting human? The right, first one, I think so, yeah. Because I mean, he they first, were hunting him. First Blood, First Blood, yeah.
0: yeah. But, but it was, was more of a defense so. defensive kind. Well, but yeah, they were I mean, hunting him like yeah, a whole well, they bunch. Were, they yeah. weren't hunting him; they were trying to get him because he fucking killed someone, you know. Um, so
1: they were hunting him. Well, he didn't yeah. kill.
0: He killed accidentally, or he maimed. Police. Yeah, he. But he, they put yeah. him
1: in jail first. Right. He he killed someone in self defense.
0: Right. Right that movie was so good when I loved that movie when I was a kid but yeah, I've only it was, seen that it a couple of times awesome I don't,
3: I don't know why he wiped out on the motorcycle though that one part I, mean, I don't know oh, it was when like, the road was wet well, he was going up the hill and all of a sudden I'm like dude oh. did you really do that lame yeah
0: anyway I don't remember that
3: he left
1: it in there yeah he didn't he didn't edit it out he could have <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> and the new Rambo is coming out yeah yep. I wonder how it is Last Blood Last Blood yeah, yeah. 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 Like you know, he, he like he kind of became kind of a superhero. You know,
1: like beyond. I remember when people used to compare Reagan to Rambo? No. no. <laughs> what? Seriously? You don't no. remember this at all? No. no. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was like a I I guess a political humor slash you know, like when you say somebody's like, Oh, he's an American cowboy. You know, right. like people people used to call Reagan this is they're not saying that he's cool and tough like Rambo. They're saying he's like a loser who wishes he was Rambo. But they would say, like, oh, those Americans, you know, Reagan's um, Reagan. like a Rambo. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: You know what I love? I love those crazy paintings of, like, Trump where, like, they give him, like, the full, like, you know, ripped body and stuff like that. Yes.
1: Those are great. Oh,
0: my God. They're so good. There's
1: who's, those th- who's the guy, the, the main guy who paints, like... All of these, oh, I know, and, and they're supposedly full of metaphor, and they're right. like really great. And they, he did one recently where he, Trump was like a football player, yeah, football player, and like all these people were like, all these libs,
0: libtards were chasing him, and <laughs> like he was like, yeah, he was wait, like, wait. like slamming him down on his way to the touchdown. Where do,
3: where do you see this? Is it just the online type of thing? Yeah, it's kind oh, of yeah. an
0: online thing, and it was like that, that painting specifically was kind of like big in discussion, like you know, is his like,
1: name you know, McNaught or something like that? I, I this can't artist? remember.
0: You know, but like, you know, there's another kind of, genre, there's a genre, another genre of art that I'm completely fascinated by, and I kind of collect whenever I see prints of, and that is like Asian or Chinese Christian art, oh. you know, where it's like they try and illustrate Bible stories with Chinese character Chinese people. Whoa. Nice. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, cool. Yeah. Like, uh, whenever I see that shit, I'm just like, holy shit, I can't believe this. This is fucking hilarious. And I like, you know, just take one and, put in my files and i have like a collect a small collection i have my mom like she's my mom's a practicing catholic and i have her like you know get that shit for me wow (laughs) (laughs) does she know
2: you're just gassing on (laughs) like laughing
3: yeah yeah she (laughs) does she doesn't she's not like oh luke you're you're doing such a great thing
2: no 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 no. anything that brings you closer to the lord yeah
1: she's like of
0: those those liberal like you know religious types where it's like you know she's got her faith you know
1: Catholics are a little loosey goosey like that. Some of them are. They're not. They're not like you know. The Baptists, I think, in general, are a little more uptight.
0: Mm. Well, um, see I don't even know the differences between those. Born two. again Christians and oh yeah, like and Evangelicals. And evangelical
1: and... Christians can be very very uptight about that stuff. Yeah, they oh, don't yeah. think it's funny.
0: No, I I find it hilarious. And so like like my my mom is the type of um, like you know she for a while um, she was going to this like you know like you know, Sunday schoolish kind of, like, thing that they were having at the church. And my mom would just think to herself, like, why the fuck should I care about any of these people? I'm Chinese. They're not Chinese. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm like, you are not being a good Catholic mom. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, I'll we'll just leave it at that, you know. But, you know, Andrew, one of the things that I, I was really kind of intrigued by, and, like, we – you know, we've seen, I've seen, your, you know, your work has evolved, like, pretty significantly. Like, yeah, it over, changes. Or, yeah. Over the days. Like, I'm, like you know, um, I have one of your old paintings. Okay. Um, it was from the Place Playset show that I curated, like, way back in the early 2000s. You know, I think, like, 2006 or something like that. And um, it was, you know, your your work had that, like, golden book Kind of quality about it, you know, and they were all kind of like twisted and stuff. But like, you know, you're, uh, you know, then you like you, you you do these really kind of weird experimental series of paintings, like the one that really has always left kind of an impact on me was this series of paintings that were inspired by like the couple that were doing meth, you know, and hell. in the middle of winter, yeah, that was yeah. called
2: Hell for C-
1: Copernicus, yeah, and
0: yeah. it was. Um, it was just, It was all very metaphorical in a, to a certain degree because, mm-hmm. like, you had, like, a fox character or a wolf character. I'm not – I don't remember what that was symbolic of because, like, they were – like, the real story is there's these two kids in a car lost in the middle of nowhere on a cell phone trying to contact someone to help them. Figure out how the fuck they how to get out of where predicament they were in it's the middle of winter it's freezing outside, yeah you know, and I think they leave the car and then they freeze to death
1: yeah they um that's kind of what happens <laughs> it is <laughs> i mean they one? they were they were on meth and they um actually ditched their car and told the cops that it had flipped and they had been in an accident. And people think maybe that's because there was meth found in the car Uh and that they were, like, not wanting the cops to find the meth, but they were totally lost, so they wanted help. Um, They ended up getting themselves over to uh, what was later revealed to be, like, a um, gravel pit basically like a place where they were you know digging up gravel and stuff and there was like a farm nearby and they were so high that they were calling the police the problem was that they were on like this weird border of a couple of different counties or possibly states and so every one of their 911 calls every other one would go <laughs> to a different oh, 911 yeah. dispatcher wow um. And so they were calling and thinking they were having a conversation with the same people. And in the background, those people didn't know what the hell was going on. And then they finally called each other and were like, are you getting calls from these people? Like, we think they're really in trouble. And it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. They, they, they said that there was people there, but the people wouldn't talk to them. And, there's, and so there, a lot of these phone calls were online. And so the lady says to them, give, give them the phone. Let me talk to them, realizing that, like, this guy's high or something. So she'll talk with these people. And they're like, every time we walk up, they run away. They run away. And the lady's like, well, honey, just call them over and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, no, they won't come near us. And then they realize later that those that was a herd of cows. What? Whoa. And so, you know, they were kind of beyond help. And... And it and uh, yeah and, and that was my idea of hell though was was freezing to death right in those situations like like not they weren't even really aware how fucked up they were I mean they were bad off and because they were high on meth they were hot yeah so they took off layers of clothes and thus sped up their freezing to death. hypothermia yeah
3: also yeah. like isn't it hypothermia before I don't know it turns up backwards like you're really cold but then it feels hot. So like,
1: as it goes, you feel hotter and hotter.
3: And supposedly, like if you die of hypothermia, you're actually like, uh, it's supposedly a, they say you feel really good. Oh you, wow! Yeah, the, 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 remember that there was the guy who um, him, his wife and kids, they their car got stuck or something in the snow, and they he was found. So the wife and kids got rescued, be- and he left the car to get help, and he was found um, uh, naked or something in a shallow pool of water. Basically, he hypothermia he stripped naked and was in in the water like like freezing and like basically was dead yeah wow yeah Yeah, it was really sad that was like probably 10 years ago wow
0: yeah but now your your work has sorry it has to do your work that has no i
1: like i mean (laughs) that 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 show
0: left a deep impression on me like it's one of those like shows that like i was like what the fuck am i looking at here and then like you had this big like fucking like you know like Explanation of like, you know what you're trying to you know explore illustrate yeah, yeah and I was yeah. like oh, what the what the fuck is this and you know and, you know then like whenever that story comes up like because it, it comes up sometimes in YouTube because you know like when you're into like weird fucking tragic <laughs> deaths and stuff like that you know of course you know yeah you know, that story comes up and now yeah. your your most recent work like you've, you've kind of like you're you're like. You've started moving toward this kind of abstract y like well it's abstract in the se- in a sense, and yeah. patterny kind of Absolutely, you know. Um, my work. last
1: my last show, which was at Corey Halford, was part of a group show mm. and um so the backstory to that thing is that I had done a series of paintings for a long time. And even even the, the paintings you're describing, they had like Instead of humans, I would have like bunnies be the main characters, and maybe a, a wolf would be a meth dealer or something. like. I would assign animal types to different personality traits. Mm. And so through a series, I think Hell was 35 paintings. And so through that series, you'd be able to recognize these repeating characters and kind of follow the story. Mm. And uh, as it went on... Then the bunny character kind of evolved into being representative of myself. Mm. There was a series of paintings where that bunny was like lost in a maze and stuff when I was personally feeling kind of lost and whatnot. And, mm. you know, it changed over time. And then I had uh, a break from painting and focused on working on some stuff I worked on a television series called Cosmos. And With
0: um, what's his name? Neil, Neil Tyson. Tyson, Neil deGrasse, DeGrasse. Yeah. Tyson.
2: Yeah.
3: Yep,
1: and I got really invested in that, and basically took like two years just didn't paint anything. Is that show still on?
3: I mean, I feel like I haven't heard of it in a, a second.
1: We've we've finished a second season of Cosmos, but Neil, I th- and I don't want to put it all on Neil, but Neil um had a um, so, a, a me, kind too. Of me too situation. Yep. Yeah, and it's having a hard time. I think finding. Its place to air. Really? Um,
3: Shoot, how about the Robot and the Bear podcast
1: website? I know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, yeah,
3: that's not going to work out. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, so I didn't. I thought. Wait, I thought wasn't he was, that like
0: like uh, taken care of? Yeah, I thought he.
3: Yeah. Cle- I thought that was all clear and done. Well, you can tell
1: I that to 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 Disney and see what they think about that. I can say that every time I've ever looked at those articles where they say he was cleared, that if you look at the comments to their articles people's attitude is not so forgiving. And I think when Disney bought Fox and had to start assessing what they had, and they also bought Nat Geo, which Nat Geo was Fox's partner on Cosmos. The Disney Plus platform that's coming out, right, is right. going to have these kind of like, I don't know, four or five pillars, Marvel, Star Wars, Disney stuff.
0: Simpsons. And and Netflix. one of
1: them was Nat Geo. And... Putting a show on where the host has been accused of something in the Me Too movement, whether it was all okay or not, I think is a tough sell. And I think that they're sort of wondering what to do with that. I mean, they also own Family Guy and American Dad, which probably will slide over to Hulu as opposed to being on Disney+. Plus. Right. So maybe Hulu might become a home for Cosmos or something if they consider it too adult Mm. at that point. But who knows? You know what I mean. I'm not. That is so above my pay grade. I have right. No idea. Right. You know.
0: But uh, so you're saying that like this entire that that Moon is still definitely having an, uh, an impact on Neil deGrasse Tyson's um, um, stuff. I
1: think it, on I think it has an impact on the Just public's the, perception of Neil deGrasse Tyson. Really? I uh, I don't
0: know. I guess I
3: haven't heard a thing about it lately. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, and I think would,
1: that's I think the the same can be said though about. John Lasseter, you didn't hear a thing about him either. I mean, oh, Coke, but I th- but
3: I think he's a bad guy.
1: Well, but Coco came out and they disappeared him very professionally. Like they, you know, he wasn't on any of the press tours. They basically told him, to "Go stay at your house, that or whatever."
3: But that guy's done, right? Like,
1: well, I mean, he's he's, he's done ish. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's the thing is that I think that what they're doing to Neil is sort of disappearing him. Oh, no, he and
0: was on fucking yeah. Joe
3: Rogan podcast. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, that's good for um, millions of people to hear him. But they didn't even address that, right? Yeah, they didn't address the Me Too thing at all on, yeah. on there, which
1: yeah. is weird for Joe to leave out. I, as I, th- subject I, I thought completely. so too. Yeah. But I think that's part of the disappearing. Yeah, I think that's part of the there. So time may pass, and they'll decide to air it wherever they want to air it. Mm. But I mean, I finished that show a very long time ago. I
2: wow. can tell
3: you. So, wow. so. that sucks. <laughs> wow. Oh yeah. He's not going away though. No,
1: Neil. No, no. no. I don't no. think so. I mean, the, the maybe that show will. Hayden will still have him, of course, and he's a good, he's a great public speaker. Yeah, that's it's unfortunate. Th- that's what I'm saying. That that, sh- that that
3: show will just not be there. But then he'll he'll do something else.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I don't I didn't even watch an episode of Cosmos with him on it. So you know,
3: he could just make another show called Universe or something. Oh, he else.
1: has he has he has you more know. than
2: one.
3: Oh, okay, see? There you go. Yeah.
1: So, in fact, Nat there. Geo started running his other show oh. again. They had pulled it at the time of his uh, problems, and then um, I don't mean to minimize his problems in any way, but they pulled it and then had re- had started airing it again. But I think Cosmos is just so, uh, I want to say, it's such a boutique enterprise. It's very special, and it's very close to everyone's heart that, that nobody wants it to be tainted. And so I think they're trying to just really make sure that there's not going to be any sort of reaction to it, no. because they already—I can tell you from having done the first season—they already get a very negative reaction from a lot of people just for being a show about science. No. I mean, just fundamentally that. <laughs> oh, they,
0: yeah. Well, is that the, right? Does it have anything to do with its, the the general anti-science sentiment that is going on? That's what here? I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. That and that happens. And so you I know, I forgot
3: about that. That's like a good one third of the people or more, right? It's a lot. Yeah. It's oh. a lot. Yeah. It's it's.
1: They don't like they don't like science. You know, I found overwhelmingly that the po- the reaction was positive. But you know, I live in Los Angeles, so yeah. You know what I mean? Don't have the same. Yeah,
3: you know, I forget. You know, yeah. Stuff. I forget. There's people out there who don't believe in science. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy.
1: Or, or, or are threatened by it. I think they believe it, but it's. No, they don't believe it. You know. I don't know. I, mean, I believe I in know. mountain lions, but I'm still threatened by them. <laughs> Generally. No, but like well, but so to back to the, the. I took off a couple years and then I started doing this series where the rabbit had come back mm. and the rabbit now had a friend with him, this giant. Mm. And this giant was either <laughs> protecting the rabbit or maybe helping the rabbit or maybe a, a, a consciousness of the rabbit. But um, so that became a new character that I played with for a series of paintings where this rabbit and this giant kind of. Sort of went on adventures together, let's say. Mm. And the giant was painted black and had flowers tattooed on him, let's say, often against a night sky that would be the exact same black. So there was sort of a question of like, is the giant actually there? Or mm. Is it an apparition? Um, you know, what's going on? Because the bunny was most definitely painted to appear solid. Right. And um, then getting to the abstraction point, I came to a point where I wanted to kind of finish painting those paintings. Mm. And I had done a series where the um, giant was more on his own, sort of. Mm. And then I went back to introducing the rabbit, but the rabbit was meditating on the giant. And these abstract paintings that I did recently, and my show is called Mandalas they're all based on kind of a mandala format are sort of like what the rabbit would see if he meditated upon himself and the giant mm. and so they're very abstracted because there's not a you know linear thread going on in meditation mm. but there's repeating forms and so the giant is in there mixed amongst yes. stars and planets and you know very poppy kind of you know almost peter maxian psychedelia and then to me that's the end of that mm. <laughs> like there now that's gone so now I'm starting a new uh, with who knows what I may start more strict storytelling like I was before mm. um, or maybe a combination kind of of storytelling and, and you need to like
0: Compile all these things and fucking start putting them on your social media. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Note: Andrew Brando does not take good care of his social media. That's true. <laughs> because like like this entire evolution and storytelling and like you know and then like the way you rationalize it and like philosophic uh, philosophize over it is um it's all very fascinating. Like I didn't like you know know anything about like you know yeah. the, uh, all of this and. You know, I mean, it makes sense, especially like when, like, you know, especially in the like art, you know, re, you know, uh, reflects, you know, life kind of like, you know, way. Like, I always kind of appreciate that, you know, the most because I, 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 I often want it to be like that. I want to, I want artwork to be to a certain degree autobiographical, mm. you know, I want it to like, you know you know reflect on like the the way the artist thinks the way the artist sees the world and you know and uh, i want to come off like that you know and and from the way you're just describing things it it, you know it sounds very much like that you know and you know to be able to like kind of Like, develop entire like styles because, like, you know, you're we were looking at like one of your pieces for the psychedelic show that was earlier this year, yeah. And, like, you know, we were and we were talking about the process in which you were painting them, and it was all like fucking like tape masks and all this other (laughs) crazy shit. Very analog,
1: I paint, I paint very, very, uh um. you know, I, it's hand. Yeah.
0: You know, but like this, like cutting masks and fucking peeling masks and all this other shit is just like, oh my God, like <laughs> I couldn't, fucking, I could never fucking do that. Like, especially the cutting the masks, like. Yeah, you know, to get these like thin lines and somewhat even lines all the way across, it's like uh, I'd want a computer to fucking do all this shit for me because fucking it's just too fucking much of a pain in the ass to fucking do it. And then fucking laying down the fucking tape, fucking tight enough so the paint doesn't creep underneath the fucking the paint. (laughs) I can't. I'm so bad at masks. But anyways,
1: well, I can teach you how to do them. I'm pretty good with the masks.
0: Uh, I I will definitely need your advice.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean there's easier ways to do them, sure, but I I kind of enjoy that part of the process. I mean for me the you know given a a show, let's say I come up with a theme and I come up with the sketches and let's say I'm given 6 months to do it or a year to do it. A good half of that time is spent with me researching you know the subject matter for instance with the hell show you described Mm -hmm. you know i researched that a lot Mm -hmm. i tried to track down those people i tried to you know become familiar with the area that they were in i found photo reference recordings news stories all sorts of things you know when i did that's awesome i did the jim jones show uh i contacted You know, the uh, religious studies department of UCLA. I talked to the guy that runs the Jones archive there. I looked through hours of stuff. I mean, listened to hours of stuff. He recorded 900 or more hours of tape. Um, You know, I looked through all sorts of articles. I spoke to people that were survivors of Jonestown and tried to get, you know, as enriched as I could in that thing. From that point on, it's process. Mm. And I enjoy the process, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, the process is very rigid in a way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, in a way, I don't I don't mess with my process very much. I just kind of get a little bit better at it maybe. Sure. You know? But, you know, it's a process where I can have uh, people come by and help me because I can teach them, like, oh, this is how you... You know, spray with an airbrush, or this is how you p- peel these briskets, or whatever. you know what
0: I mean. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Next time you're going, to, you need any help on, your, on a show, let me know. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll come because I I do not I need to learn how to use an airbrush. And oh yeah, you know, yeah. I, know yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I I know the basics of it. Like it's, you know, it's not hard how to figure people, out. How
3: many people survived that Jim Jones the final whatever you call it suicide?
1: Oh, not very many, in mm-hmm. fact. Um, by survivors, I'm talking about like family members who didn't even go. Oh, okay. And um, you know, his son survived; they weren't there. Right. Um, but yeah, no, it was 931. I yeah, think, people.
3: I th- like, did anyone live there?
0: No, everyone died. Huh?
3: No,
1: a couple people fled into the. Oh, did they? Some people yeah, fled. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: They fled, and they were
1: chased too, weren't they? Oh no, there was gunmen around. There was, they were looking for them for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't. Uh,
3: well, back to human hunting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> why would I like human honey so that happened when I was 10 mm. Jonestown. okay and I was going to Catholic school at the time Oh, and so my next oldest sibling is 13 years older than me and then there's another girl that's I think two or three years older than her and then an older brother that's older Wait, so
3: it's, you're it's, the youngest wait so you're not sure how old your sister is no not precisely oh, all, right, well, um, all right fuck them then
1: they're too old <laughs> They left the house when I was a kid. Oh wow! Lost okay, her. but no, I, I you know I talked to them and stuff, but um, they their why why the gap? First off,
3: why is there such a gap? What happened? I it's mean, I think if gap. I
1: think if you got it so wrong three times in a row, you would be hesitant. Yeah. It just took practice to get to All get right. me. Okay, out of there the you way. go. There you go. <laughs> Anyways, oh yeah,
3: go go on. Sorry about that. Awesome. Eureka! Nice. Eureka! Nice. Gold at last, yeah, right? <laughs> Years in the lab,
1: yeah. <laughs> figuring it out. No, I'm, I'm, mm. I was just an accident. I'm sure. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm not even. It's not even a joke. Um, and then they had a younger brother for me to be like a companion. Uh, oh, uh You know what I mean? Like I, I believe you know. But um, so they, they're. Perspective on what was happening with Jonestown versus my Catholic school's perspective on what was happening with Jonestown it was a mm. very different situation where their perspective was like, see, you know, you don't trust anyone, never trust the man. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, very, very, you know, and it was such a huge news story and I heard about it so constantly at that time. And overall, the thing I got out of it was kind of afraid. Mm. You know, I was kind of frightened by that situation. And that is where most of my paintings are coming from all the time the hell story the manson series the you know jim jones series all this stuff is coming from a place of like i'm gonna try to work this out by painting it studying it you know i do a ton of research and all that is me attempting to like placate my childhood brain Mm. you know that still exists with me all the time you know figure out why I'm afraid of that, figure out what's freaking me. I think that's, you know, your paintings do this all the time where you're clearly painting a, a kind of, and I don't want to speak for you, but it appears that you paint like a psychosis sometimes, like a, a fear about something or like, you know, a feeling of being trapped or a feeling of being, you know, yeah in a, in a tough spot. Yes. You know, for me, I find when I paint that stuff out, when I think about it and finally execute it, I feel like there's a release there. Yeah, it's ca- it's cathartic. It's ca- I believe so. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah, that's a big part, I think, of why a lot of painters paint.
3: That's funny. Uh, Edwin Ushiro said something similar, right? Like the one paintings he w- he was doing from like his youth, there were all these youth paintings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he said that those were all like based on his regrets. He once said that. Wow. Well, uh-huh. So like he's uh-huh. painting things that he regretted, and then you know, uh-huh. they're therefore sort of like an exorcism or something. Yeah. It's, like, done with maybe, so. Right, well, I yeah. mean,
1: you know. He's very much a storyteller, yeah. I yeah. feel like. with his Yeah,
3: but it's all personal, like, something, yeah. you know.
0: I think that, like, you know, it's, I think that, like, that's that's something that, like, a lot of, you know, especially a lot of, say, like, the kind of art that is produced in Los Angeles, you know, um like, does. Yeah, a lot of it has the, it, because a lot of it is so illustrative, you know um you know the um you know the most interesting stuff it has of strong narrative elements and you know they you know maybe you don't you know as an outsider you don't really necessarily you know completely understand what's going on but like you know they they have certain components that like are relatable and you know whatever anyways but you know it's interesting that you you brought up you know like um, your childhood and stuff like that because, uh, at, we we were talking earlier this evening and I'm I'm kind of under the impression that you're like a like a, a genuine Angelino, like were you bo- no you weren't born here no, you're from Michigan you're, you're you're from Michigan but you seem to have moved here pretty early on in your
1: yeah oh uh, I've been here since eighty six so I've been here for a while
0: right but I'm also Wait, did you go
3: to college here yeah I did that's why yeah yeah Except for college. Yeah. yeah. What college did you go to?
1: It was called Otis Parsons at the time. That oh. Was, now it's oh. called Otis. So that what? was a uh,
3: cross street in MacArthur Park. It was. The Scream Club was right there. It was. Yeah. It was. I was. I, Park I, I Plaza know. Hotel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Beautiful, exactly. beautiful it's place. right there. Yeah. Sure.
1: It's
0: not where it's located now.
3: No, it was MacArthur Park.
0: Oh. Drug Park. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. that lake for corpses, literally. So the first night I was here in Los Angeles proper, uh, I was staying in Fullerton with my sister. Yeah. Um, I came to Los Angeles to do the summer programs I was in high school, mm. and it was my senior year, so I was going to be in college the next year. Mm. And we were in their dormitory, looking at just the street, Sixth Street downtown. Mm-hmm. It's like basically Sixth and Alvarado, or you know, something like right? that. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, this drunk guy came walking up the street. So I'm like, you know, fish out of water, kind of like this kid from Michigan watching this drunk guy. You don't really see that in Michigan too often. Wandering up the street, and he, like, kind of came onto the steps as if he was going to come up the into the dormitory. And so we're all like these high school kids, and we're, like, laughing at this kind of and being like, you know, my God, this is crazy, you know, like, whatever. And one of the people, like an RA, uh, went down and was going to help the guy out, basically, and he had been stabbed and died wow. that night. Wow. So that was my first... So, yeah, barrel of fun.
3: So the RA was a student, or was he just a He hired? was
1: a student. He was, like, um, I'm not sure if he was in graduate school at the wow. time. Wow. Yeah. But, you know, there was security there well, also. He, you know... Well, they, so was that... He had an ambulance there. Were, were you very, studying
3: design, bad, like, or what was your
1: Um focus At there? that time... Um, Otis had an illustration program. Don't they still have an illustration program? I know. I don't think so. They have motion graphics. They yeah, have it, fine arts. Maybe that's what it is. Fine arts. I don't know if they have. Yeah. yeah I know. Cause like, uh, Nathan Painting Oda class. teaches. I don't know, you know, know. if it's, a,
3: yeah. I don't yeah. know if it's illustration though. Not no, sure. It's not. It's, it's, it's not perspective. He teaches a perspective yeah, yeah, class yeah. for yeah. sure. Right.
1: They have classes definitely yeah. in drawing and stuff like that, right. but I don't think they've. Yeah. We had a dedicated mm. illustration department. We had, uh, Everett Peck was our Dean. um, uh, george andine taught there uh robbie connell was one wow. of the teachers there jeff valence was teaching there at the time uh it was a great staff i mean it was really interesting i would ask them because they were all showing art at galleries like tamara bain luz de jesus you know well,
3: robbie uh, connell was just like the street artist he was sort street of art all famous all over yeah. The
1: place. yeah and um and Jeff Valenz was showing it, like, uh, the contemporary, temporary, contemporary, and that kind of thing. And um, I would ask them all about, like, what's the difference between illustration and fine art? So it was always very Good on, question. on this fence of, like, uh, what am I? Yeah. You know? Because I'm very drawn to illustration. I'm very drawn to technical skill. Right. Um, and at the time at Otis, so this is the late 80s, to be in the fine art program and be illustrative was really tough. Like, the majority of them, I think, were mastering in burlap sacks full of mud, <laughs> you know, that kind of art. Right, 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 um, right. And, you know, although I, I will say that one of our, I'm sure, mutually our, our heroes, Camille Rose Garcia, mm-hmm. uh, was in the class that graduated at the same time as mine. And she was in fine art. Mm. Um, so it can be done, you know what I mean? Like she has a very illustrative approach, Yes, I think, and a very storytelling approach. Yes. Um, but at the time I have to tell you, she was probably struggling a lot with this opinion that that was not fine art, well, you know? It's it it also the fucking
0: like eighty, like, like the late 80s we're talking about here, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, and, and Otis actually had had one of the great, before the the infamous Helter Skelter show that was oh, downtown. Oh, Yeah.
3: I went to that. Did you go to that? Yeah. Did you yeah. go to that?
0: Nope. Oh, man. But uh, I think I know of it. That,
3: that was pretty uh, was instrumental it? in was it a,
1: Was it a mocha show? Like yeah. El- yeah. 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 At yeah. the
3: Temporary Contemporary. Yeah. 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 yeah, I went to that.
1: Robert Williams and Raymond Pettibone. And you know what I mean? Like this mix of yeah. like high-low going on that was really cool. I think it was before that show that we had a show... And I don't think it was the Western Exterminators show, although that's another one. But there was a show that was of uh, Robert Williams. I think George Ann was in it. Neon Park was in it. Gary Panter may have been in it. But, you know, they were touting that as fine art. Mm -hmm. But it's all very illustrative. And and the reaction to that from students was very much like, this is an art. This is... You know they just couldn't wrap their mind around that idea right you know of what i think that school has evolved into which is you know the type of stuff that we see and do all the time
0: right yeah do you think that like it was that those shows that kind of helped and broaden the scope of what contemporary art can be
1: yeah because I, I don't even—I'm
0: always even—I'm apprehensive of even referring to my own work as "quote unquote" contemporary art, because I think that, like, you know, obviously the word "contemporary" has this has one word mean and has this one definition. Art has another, but when you put those words together, <laughs> it means something <laughs> completely different. Yeah, you know, and um, you know, like, um, once in a while, when I'm feeling a little daring. <laughs> i'll like hashtag contemporary art in my fucking piece but, like, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> but like well, I mean, uh, it, it, that's uh, a
1: question is it art is contemporary art defined by the word contemporary like being as in literally happening now because that's art that's happening now right exactly. you know what i mean like it's contemporary or is it Mean that it's contemporaneous to something else that is supposedly blue chip or better, and therefore we can't reach that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Well, it's like, you know, and know.
0: then, like, well, then you also have modern art. You know, sure, <laughs> which means something very different. Which modern art game. is
1: now all vintage, right? Yes, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. exactly. Like Andy Warhol and yeah. fucking
0: Basquiat is modern art. Yeah, you know? it's like
1: Tomorrowland at Disneyland. Yeah, it's no longer modern, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's no longer tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. It's you know. kind of like yesterday's yeah. land. Yeah,
0: yeah, it, it's kind of funny like that, right? You yeah. know, but um, you know that. So like, but like, but you you asked your teachers this, and what would they have to say? I. Uh, you remember Oh, I yeah, remember.
1: Jeff Belen specifically, I remember crossing the street with him on six, heading towards the park Plaza and asking that, him that question like point blank, what is the difference?" I was really like <laughs> trying to get to the bottom of this, yes, and Jeff said he didn't know if there was any difference, and he's definitely a fine artist. there's no question that he's not an illustrator, <laughs> right. you know what I mean, and at the time he was he was doing shows that were incredible. I think he went into I think he went into mocha. And it was during somebody else's opening mm-hmm. and replaced all of the electrical switch plates <laughs> with ones that he had painted on and then told people it was his opening that night. And so when they came in, they didn't know why everyone was looking down at the ground. And it's because they were looking at Jeff Valence's switch plates <laughs> wow. that he had put. Like he did weird stuff like that. He he went he went out of his way to meet the king of Tobago or something like that and claimed he was an emissary from the United States and got all these letters written from the king on this letterhead and did a whole show about his trip, you know, like he would do these very involved, but of course it's not illustration. It's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um,
0: but even he was kind of like not willing to draw a line between, you know, not willing at all.
1: Uh, Yeah. Robbie canal was not willing to draw that line. Um,
2: yeah, you I mean the, the
1: illustrators, illustration people were much more willing to draw that line, and they would draw it for themselves. They would say, "I'm an illustrator because I do things people tell me to do for money," you know, and I have a skill set, and that's what I do.
0: That's actually the the line that I've kind of distinct uh, feel distinct you know is distinctive between illustrators and not you know artists who are illustrative, you know is this idea. like I, I like I do do illustration work you mm-hmm. know when I'm doing stuff for a client or when I'm doing stuff for um you know yeah whether it's like you know pro bono thing or for money you know um but then when I'm doing stuff for myself I would consider my work illustrative it's not illustration I'm not being an illustrator for myself or maybe right. I am being an illustrator for myself but I don't see it that way I I feel like I'm creating, I'm just kind of expressing myself through a format that is considered... Illustration. Illustrative. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, like, the Sistine Chapel was an illustration job. Right, of course. You know, like, there's a certain weird, you know, acceptance of some things being fine art and some things not, that it's tough to make that definition. But I think that you're right. You know what I mean? Like, there's, you can draw the line to would I have painted this for my own edification or my own enjoyment? Is there any reason outside of that? Mm. Or am I painting this for cash? Because Joe over here will give me 50 bucks. <laughs> or am I painting
0: this to wrap around somebody else's idea? Yeah. yeah. You know, like I think that's, you know, like that. there's a problem, like in design there's a problem-solving element. Yeah, absolutely. You know, not, not that, I mean, like, you know, and in, 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 it's a client's problem that I'm thinking about, not my own problem. You know sure,
3: like a book cover or something like or something like that
0: like you know an advertisement sure um a an illustration to revolve around a rock poster you know a band a band yeah. um a um you know like you know i i I recently did uh, the cover for my friend's um e p and you know I created a painting that I thought reflected him, not me you know and i didn't want to do anything that reflected me because i didn't want to give him that mm. you know so i was like i'm going to you know um and so yeah i you know that's yeah, and so there's like that you know kind there's a, a different kind of mentality kind of goes into mm-hmm. creating that kind of work versus creating something that is supposed to be a, a reflection of myself you know
1: it also has to do and i'm sure eric can speak to this but it's how is this artwork being consumed because you've got a space where you're, you've got Rob's art on the wall. I consider it art. And, but you've got his books sitting here for sale. Yep. And I have seen those books on these walls, but yeah. I still consider what's in those books to be illustration.
3: Pretty much. Yep. I mean, in <laughs> his case, I would say that, I mean, he went with his process, but he definitely illustrated someone else's story, not his own story. And, uh, you know, I think that's kind of the difference there. If it wasn't his own story, I think, I mean, it still might be an illustration, but he would have had a different intention. Mm-hmm. This was a job. You know, the, the first one, the second one you're talking about, I don't, I never had his art and it's really old. It's called mm-hmm. Bearing Sandwiches. It was like an older book of his. That one's really personal, that story. But it still was just, was a comic, mm. ultimately, mm-hmm. a, you know, narrative comic. But yeah, I would say it's, it just depends.
2: Yeah. Mm, comics
3: yeah. are a weird yeah.
1: there's a weird gray area with comics. Like I I like to collect uh mini comics, uh, which generally are like hand done and stapled together. Like <laughs> zines. zines. Sure. Yep. And stuff where I see a, a big, huge like artistic potential in them. Mm. You know, that they're not you know, there's no ad <laughs> in the back for like <laughs> grit or whatever. Right. right, right. <laughs> you know. They're they're solely...
3: They were often called minis for a while. They would just call it a mini. Yeah. Mini. Yeah. And then that, yeah. that word's gone. It's like, you know, yeah. it's, they're just zines now, I think. or Yeah. Something.
0: You know what my, yeah. one of my favorite mini comics is? Chick Tract. Yes,
2: oh, uh, yeah. Chick Tracts are good.
0: I collected those for like a long time because I, I lived in San Luis Obispo and... That's a pretty like waspy them. fucking yeah. town. You'd, you'd find them in. What, they'd, yeah, have they'd have them all them over the place. Yeah, people would be handing them out at the farmers market. And I would like just be like, "Do you have <laughs> any wow. more?" And I just like, and I would collect them all. And it was they, they were the best. I wonder That's if that was his,
3: was that his real name? Jack Chick.
1: Chick. T. Chick. Was that his real
2: in name?
0: In case you guys Chick? aren't familiar with what we're talking, about, I'm talking about Chick Track is a like a fundamentalist Christian comic strip that like warned you about like you know you're going to go to hell. And it had like these really funny illustrations, th- well, really nicely done illustrations, yeah. but like you know, funny regardless. It was very
1: evangelical, and some of them even have what I would call disparaging remarks about like the Catholic Church mm-hmm. not being a real church, and yeah. like they 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 get, they, they get into a uh, you know fire and brimstone mode that's like, <laughs> whoa, okay, a little bit unfamiliar. Yeah,
3: yeah. I, I, you know, I haven't heard of those lately, but I know he passed away, right, Jack mm. Chick. Um, But yeah, my a friend of mine worked at uh, was a writer from Giant Robot. Actually, Uh, he actually wrote a whole article about Jack Chick and tried to interview him. Went to his house and like was almost stalking him because he couldn't (laughs) get an interview with him. Um, But yeah, ultimately, I I mean, he wrote this long article about Chick Tracks. You don't hear you don't really hear about them anymore. I I don't know if they're. It's funny. I think they must be in print, but
1: the most recent. because there's parodies of them all Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of parodies. I don't the, want that shit.
3: There's, there's zine parodies, like yeah. non-religious. Lots of, just, lots yeah.
1: of, and, and Rick and Morty did a parody of it. Oh, no. And mm. it's called, like, The Perfect Morty or something like that. And it came with, like, a Blu-ray set or something. Oh, wow. And that, that thing is, like... Extremely expensive Mm -hmm. on eBay. Like people love it, but I don't know how many people realize they're looking at a yeah parody. That time might be uh,
3: right. It's already what ten years ago, maybe when he passed away. So separated from the reality, really quickly. I I
1: started collecting the 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 the, the full comic books that they did too. I didn't know full color and some of them are extremely violent and crazy. So like, was was world. he
3: actually the artist? Jack Chick was he the artist or just a writer or I think he was a writer. Just the publisher he or? Was just Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think he was the I writer. Think, was, is he one of
3: the is, w- Did I read somewhere that he might be one of the the most widely published author because <laughs> I hope so. He, like literally that was, there was there's just so much of that amazing made, yeah. yeah, all for giveaway, right? I really think yeah.
1: he's as important a comic artist as like you know, not Jack Kirby, but he's up there with a lot of comic artists. <laughs> well, there was a
0: lot of different
1: styles <laughs> of Kirby.
0: illustration going on in, in the, the chick tracks, yes. you know. So yeah. I could tell like they'd had different illustrators for different, you know, publications. Yeah. Like oh man. Yes. Yeah, and they had
1: great titles. Not that I can think of one right away. I can't but think like, of that at all. You know,
0: you know like you know like, they would have ones about like rock music and going yeah. to
1: the
2: Halloween. <laughs> the devil, and, Halloween yeah. was there
1: <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons takes place. role in
2: one
0: i I, one i just the last one i read which uh, i was in my studio and i saw my pile of chick tracks and i was just kind of like thumbing through them and it was the one where like the guy like is burning in hell and suddenly he comes back to life and like you know has found like is is going to do everything he can to change it around (laughs) so So it was all like
1: a, a a psychotic like you know, psych
0: or, or no, or maybe he did die. You know, he, he died and he was in hell because he was just not, he didn't like, you know, he didn't believe in God, you know, he, you know, was an atheist or something like that. And like, you know, and like, they're like, you know, if you don't want to be here, you got to like, you know, find the light of Jesus and all this other good stuff. But they
1: also have, Extremely low bar for getting into hell within oh. the chick tracks. I was <laughs> like, uh, but wait, why am I in hell? You have a tattoo. Right. Wake up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, there was a very low bar. Yeah. It's like, whoa, okay. Super religious. Oh, kind of turned me off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love I that. I think I he,
3: that. Lived, he lived somewhere like in Rancho Cucamonga or something. Really? Wow. Something like that. Really, something like yeah, yeah. It was like so just—I just, can't like, imagine it, 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 him living in a state like this one. It was know? like well, no, it was it was in California. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you guys
1: recall a guy named Tony Alamo?
3: Tony Alamo, no, I don't. No. Okay,
1: yeah. so so like the Jack Chick, Jack Chick tracks. Tony Alamo put out these tracks, but they were like, and they were everywhere when I was in school. So they would be like all like every car window would get these things. Wow, and it was. Like a folded over eight and a half by eleven page, but sometimes multiple pages long, no illustrations, just like the densest type in the world, and it was like just a guy on a street corner ranting, right? And he was vehemently against the Pope, and super against like, and but every line would also have a parenthesis with like this really long, like you know link to a bible thing that you're supposed to go look up at that moment to understand the last sentence but it'd be like every three sentences so you'd have to have a bible next to you to read (laughs) the references he was making Wow! and these things would go on and on and on but the crazy thing is they would be under car windshields like all the time and it was always different ones like I have a stack of these things.
0: You know that reminds me of this guy. Before I moved to LA, I had some friends who lived in Pasadena, and I'd go visit them, and would go walking down old t- in, into Old Town, and there was this this guy, and like I'd see my friend like grab like these, um you know mass uh, like you know taped up pieces of paper with some text on it, like just taped up on like signposts, and you know and you know, and I'm like, what the what the fuck is that? And he's like, this just some guy who just. Puts up these things, you know, and and she's been, the and, she's been out. and she's been collecting them, and and like it's just weird shit. And like even just like a couple of weeks ago, I was in Old Town Pasadena, and like there's this guy just sitting there, and he has like a briefcase open, and he's like talking about some weird geopolitical fucking you know issue, and it's just like whatever. And I'm like you know, and I, I donate a, a dollar to the cause because it's like you know, like he's working for that, you know, like oh, you yeah. know to like. You know, like I, I hate giving money to people who are just laying there and expect me to give them money. But if you've got like some weird fucking like philosophical crazy shit yeah. going on there, you've got you earned it, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving you <laughs> he's a fucking doing, he's <laughs> doing hard work <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, he's he's he cares. So you know, but you know, going going back to like you know the your, your the past, like one of the things that we brought up with. Uh, brought up is this store that was infamous to me, you know, when I first moved here. And, you know that Eric is obviously familiar with, and that's called Span of Sunset.
1: Oh yes, yeah, Span.
0: You know? Yeah. And you know, it was um, it was a, my- a my- uh, it was kind of a mystery to me because, <laughs> like, you know, it's on Sunset, obviously, but like it was supposed
1: know- to be a mystery to everyone. I yeah. think that was part of the you know the mystique of Span.
0: You know, you, you drive by it and all you see is a silhouette of a helicopter. Yeah. You know,
3: and... black, a did, black helicopter. Did it have a neon color behind it? In
1: fact, I right. I designed that sign, yeah. so I designed the neon. There was a neon. Okay, it was two neons. Was it red? It was red and yellow, okay. so that it would fade behind the silhouette like a sunset. Oh, was my theory.
3: oh.
0: did it? Like did that. it work? I don't remember. I don't, it.
3: I don't remember. I worked, yes, I don't remember the. <laughs> I don't remember the yellow. I remember the red though.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, it was a two color fade, and it was and it, it would work sometimes, wow. but it was like you know. One of those like I have a crazy idea, let's try it out they're, I, I remember about that.
0: I remember like stopping by the store just because like I pa- passed by it, and I'm like, oh, that looks pretty fucking great, cool you know and like I was telling you it was it was a very intimidating store because it like the level of cool was like way up here, and like in two thousand and three two thousand and four, Luke Chu, who still like you know did not have anything just to, to show for himself, <laughs> like you know I was like it, you know, I was literally on the ground. You know, and I was like, "Oh, like, th- I, this is this place is way too cool for school for me."
3: How many years was it there? Do you even, do Oh you even God, know? I don't even know. Was it like five? Was it that At long? At least
1: five, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I left it alone. I um, I was never yeah. a board member of Span, but you, I did a ton of art in the uh, initial process. I was I was in the room when we named it Span of Sunset. Um, what did
3: Span mean? Uh, that's the whole point. Just I don't. span? I, yep. I, the span of sunset? The yep. length? Yeah. Not that cool of a name.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> no. Doesn't, yeah. Do, doesn't do anything for me. No, and no. that's
1: the weird thing is that I think that, seriously, I think that all of these things were part of a plan. that they. No, you know they're part like, dude, that's the best name ever. Best yeah. name ever, man. Yeah. And I'm sitting here going, no. Well, so yeah, how did you get you involved yeah. in all this? Like, were there you? was never, that was the thing. It's like there was never any energy like that. It was very a uh, weird energy. Now, uh, that may right. have changed. I know, wow. you know, um Cabrera and Nathan Cabrera. Oh, I remember one of the sure. greats. Oh my god, Nathan so Cabrera. So they were so, yes, so they were so, so
3: they were trying really hard to be cool, but they yeah. might not have been cool either.
1: No, I don't know if they were cool. I, don't I mean, think I can so. tell you I'm certainly not cool and I designed a bunch of t-shirts yeah. like their first line. Of t-shirts, I've, I've And they weren't cool. So were they
3: buying into being cool by opening a store that was cool and just kind of like saying I'm now cool because well, I have Well,
1: they a store. were they were doing what I think a lot of um Gallerists, tastemakers, people do, influencers, which I'm not saying any of those people are cool, no offense, <laughs> but I think what they were doing was legitimizing their aesthetic and their collection by creating a storefront that thus represented to people, these are important things to pay attention to and buy. And that included their own line of toys. You know, Nathan was a sculptor for them yeah. and, um, you know, uh, I think Julie B. was was working with them at the time. Okay. Um, yeah. And you know, Julie B. of Pretty in Plastic, right? That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Nick Cowan was there doing design work for them and I think working the desk. Um, Nikos Constant was around there um, in I don't know what capacity. Um,
3: that's the mystery.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the guys involved were the mystery. I mean, that, that was, you know, and of course it was, you know, Mr. Dominguez. Um, and then myself, I was just, they would tell me to do crazy things. I'd be like, okay, you know, (laughs) design a line of shirts and, but we want, instead of saying Tron, we want to say span, but we want to make Tron shirts, you know, that kind of thing. And these were not things where we made a hundred thousand of them. Right. You know, we would make like none, (laughs) you know what I mean? We'd make like, I don't even know. So few that, like, if you got a copy of it, that's pretty remarkable because right. the, the, there weren't many. Um,
3: I don't think I've ever seen a Span t-shirt.
2: Yeah.
1: Maybe. Yeah, I did a, in a multitude of... Yeah, I like, don't I I not I did I all remember. these different kind of 80s-looking rock faces because mm. they really were into that kind of scene for a while. I think they had a shirt by Pusshead. They were really big into Pusshead. Yeah. Sure. Um, you know, I mean, it was just... And they loved Bape, and they loved... You know, they... They Just had things,
3: and they probably like cause a lot, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would sell their vinyl toys, and then they would sell their own vinyl toys. Um, which I think e- even outside of the Necessaries line, say the Necessaries line, and that was somehow affiliated at least with
0: Necessaries did like the Camille Rose Garcia toy, the Todd Shore toy, sympathy
1: for the wreck industry's own
0: the first enid toy right yeah, yeah um yeah. by daniel klaus um yeah. so yeah th- th- that was like really kind of like the I, f- I feel like it was like the very beginning of the what i would call second generation art toy first generation american art toy kind of thing
1: they did my
2: they sniper did the r- bunny which I, I have that one that, I, that
1: one was an incredibly crazy toy because so so we were obviously informed about the toys and on the cusp of making toys. And I was collecting Michael Lau at the time. I, I had yeah. a lot of Michael Lau and stuff did like that. Did you get them from us? No, I got them from Taiwan. Oh, did you really? Yeah.
3: Because we, we were the first to import uh, Michael, Michael Lau. Lau? Yeah, oh, we imported cool. uh, Crazy Children from Oh yeah. Series 1 through, what is it, 1 through 10? Or, or something? No, it was more. It oh, was like really? 12 maybe? Oh, my god. Yeah, we mm-hmm. imported them at a major, major expense at the time. Oh, they were, yeah, they They, weren't, yeah. Yeah, no, and we sold them out. Like everything, I was like, I was shitting, going, oh my God, we just bought like a hundred of each. Yeah. And we had sold them all. Uh, uh, And they were all just like in my garage. I was like, dude, we're making a magazine and there's boxes of toys. And I'm like, what are we going to do? Is this
0: before you had a store?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so we were the first to import Michael Lau's toys. That's uh, great. That was in 98 or 99, maybe, yeah. or something like yeah, that. Right then, yeah, right around there. Yeah, we we imported them then. Maybe Wait, when,
0: when did Giant Robot Store open?
3: 2001. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we imported Michael Lau's toys and then sold them all, but it was the Crazy Children series. Yeah. As it w- they were coming out. And in, he was doing toys. As they were
1: released in Taiwan with, uh, or Hong Kong, in Hong Kong. He They're was doing r- with Futura also and, like, yeah. different weird people. And, um, then Eric so came along. Sure. I imported his shit too. Yeah. And Eric, I always considered like an after Michael Lau thing or whatever, Yeah, you know, and then I was, I've been, I was Tim Biscop's roommate in college, for instance, I've known Tim for a long time and he was always on the edge of that stuff. He loved, you know, the vinyl toy culture. And thus I was introduced to vinyl toy people left and right, you know, and, um, I thought to myself, I can't make a vinyl toy because that's dead. <laughs> <I just laughs> back in 99, I'm like, oh, that's dead to me. Um, oh, but you, but you were way off, <laughs> way off. Way off. I'm going to eat that one right now. So I thought, okay, I'll make a plush toy because I, th- I thought that would be cool. And I always loved the dream pets. And so I thought, I'm going to make myself a dream pet. And I actually worked with Gaston, and he found the guys that made the dream pets and they were making a new line. They were going to re. Oh, they re- re-
3: they did they re- they did do it. Yeah, and they were going to. Yeah, re- I collected Dream Pets. I almost had like a hundred of them. <laughs> yeah. So
1: they yeah. were going to bring out the Dream Pets, and so then he said, "You know, once this line comes out, then we'll do your toy." And apparently, that Dream Pets line did very, very poorly, mm. and that guy committed suicide. Oh shit. Um, and so my toy took an insanely long time to come out because we had already waited (laughs) for this guy and now we had to source another guy and then get them shipped back from, you know, I think they were finally done in China. Um, so it took a really long time to come out. So by the time it came out, it was no longer the first plush toy. I think somebody else had already, maybe Horvath or somebody else had come out with like a, a plush around that time. And mine wasn't first, but it was yeah.
3: Two thousand one yeah. was when David did it. Uh, we because we w- when my shop opened, I was carrying um, plush by like you know like uh, what is it? Those guys in Florida that are now here, uh, friends with you? Oh, friends with you. yeah. I was oh. carrying their stuff. Um, then there was the the first ones that people probably forgot is Dynamoville.
2: Oh,
1: I don't even know that.
0: I don't even know that. So one, I, c- yeah. I
3: carried Dynamoville, and they were like to me the first art plush people that I ever knew. And uh, I carried that, and then the prices were so high that eventually I couldn't sell them anymore. Wow! And then Ugly Doll came out and made them twenty five dollars, and just blew everything out of the water. Killed. Yeah. So that was over. And then Friends with You stuff was too expensive too. So um, yeah, Ugly Doll kind of came and just undercut everybody. It was awesome. Uh, Yeah, yeah, Yeah. but uh, that's kind of what. But he saw all that stuff in my shop because I was in. I was was out of New York, Friends with You was out of Florida, and I was importing like just buying it for my shop here in L. A. But um, you know, just the prices were so high that it was very boutique-ish. It's like someone's uh-huh. going to pay $120 for a plush doll. And, the, like, the Friends with You stuff was, like, 50 and 60 like, that high. And, you know, David made his, like, 25 or 30 Like, w- that was the beginning. Yeah. He found yeah. that But it was handmade. Sweet spot. But it was still handmade. That's but he great. made them low-priced. And then, yeah, it just took off. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's kind of, like, interesting. Those are the ones that I remember of plush
0: at that time. Yeah. In 2001. So... When did, yeah. when did Span open?
1: Oh, I can't say exactly. Gosh. Like
0: 2002, 2003, something like that. 2001. Yeah.
1: It was very early. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. Not that early. Not as early as I'm Janet just kidding. I, don't know. <laughs> I don't I'm know. trying I don't really to don't know. think
1: of it in light it could of be the same time. 9-11, actually. Oh,
0: I opened
3: before 9-11. That's what I, I mean, yeah. like a week before 9-11. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but,
1: yeah I'm trying to place yeah. it in there, and I'm trying to think to myself, were they open before 9-11?
3: Could be. I'm not sure. They could be. Uh, I, I just I remember
0: forgot. like uh Bill McMullen's fucking ATM, ATM, ATM AT 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 thing. Yes. You know, Adidas being, at at yeah, yeah. being um yeah. there. Yeah. Yep. And I remember looking at the price, it was like a hundred and something dollars and I'm like, what the
1: fuck? A hundred and something dollars for this. <laughs> I mean that's it's it's funny because I have a shelf at my house of uh it, it was a bar. Um and when my house was built in the '70s, so it's like a built-in <laughs> bar, <laughs> and that. it's got glass mirrors behind it, you know, and glass shelving. And I don't really drink, so I have vinyl toys. There. Awesome. Oh, you know what I mean? Nice. And it's funny because if you look at that shelf, you'd think, "Oh my God, this dude's bought all these vinyl toys." But actually, because I hung out with those people so you much, inherited I just, a bunch. I yeah. just inherited a ton yeah. of vinyl toys, and they look so great. I mean, when you have, I I put. Uh, low wattage colored light bulbs up above the bar and when you mm-hmm. turn them on and it's those vinyl toys and then the mirror and stuff it just it's amazing yeah you know i love them for that that yeah. sculptural value of them is is incredible yeah, actually nice. you know and the variation is really still like i still see stuff come out that i'm like oh man that's so great i don't you know i don't want to spend a 100 bucks or more on a final toy generally but you know i see like the Macbeth one did you see where he had two girls hugging each other and they're fully tattooed and it's like this the sculpt is just crazy right right right, right. i think
0: i think i know which piece you're talking about yeah yeah you know what i mean like i see
1: stuff like that i'm like wow people are really still trying to push yeah (laughs) no uh,
0: i thought like especially like post after the recession i thought that like this scene is gone you Mm -hmm. know and it pretty much was you know but like no it's there's still definitely a demand you know fucking it's in it's insane
3: well you go to designer con and see the creators mm-hmm. there's a lot of people making stuff where i'm like who the fuck are you and who the <laughs> fuck are you and who the fuck are you and they all have like a line of their own toys and i've I'm, I'm wow. never heard of these like whoever
1: they are
0: yeah i call them third gens like, or uh, fourth, I don't even know.
1: It's does third? that
2: include, like, the suck
1: Lord and those kind of guys? Yeah. Suck Lord's yeah. at least kind of old school. These guys are yeah, s- s- like...
3: Sucklord like, is
0: second gen, for sure. Second
3: yeah. gen. Yeah. Look, these guys, I'm like, I've never heard of you, never seen you, and it's rad you're doing it, and it feels like you're doing it in a vacuum, because I've not seen it once. You right. know, and I'm like, but then they unleash it at Decon. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. So
1: are they basing their, like ability to survive on a day job or on like most super most definitely yes yeah yeah
3: Yeah. but i see talent though i'm like but they don't have a name so i'm like you're just sitting on your shit the whole time they have a harder time selling it you know just right if they were named luke chu they would have sold their shit but seriously um they 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 don't have any fame behind them so they have rad stuff and it just kind of sits that's wow. what I notice every year. I'm like,
0: oh. Well, you know, the, the problem with a lot of it, though, is that there's just so much, like, you know, punnery going on. Yep. You there know, is. lots of fucking shitty Disney, Star Wars, Marvel fucking references, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, all right, I get it. It's Although I
1: kind of I kinda love those, um, the Mark Todd Star Wars well, ones. Th- those yeah. are fucking amazing. I mean, I, I think well, all those the ones are,
3: that Dub does are funny. Dub too. does funny. Wow. Things. Those are, those are, uh, that's a genre of its own, man. Mark, it's amazing.
0: Mark, Mark Todd is not trying to make a name on. No, pop, that, uh, truth, yeah, truth, that's true, true, true. That's the
1: thing. He like, isn't acting cool. He's just making, no, cool he's just shit. making, he's just making weird,
3: <laughs> shitty looking things, yeah. but they're kind of cool because they're, but they're shitty. charming and they're, they're shitty it's, looking.
1: It's, it's great. The stories yeah. on they're, the back of the cards are really charming. They're so yeah.
3: shitty, they're good. Is
1: yeah, you are saying. Yeah, yeah I'm just kidding. no. I that. think they're <laughs> just very. They're very much. I love like, giving him shit. He's he's, he's, he's tapping into a a a kind of youthful exuberance that's really weird. like if I was a kid and I could produce a toy. That's what it looked. That's like. what I would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like know. at a very yeah. high level. Yeah,
0: that's <laughs> that. Uh, that has actually happened to me. Like I've done shows at Clutter. Like Clutter used to be like one of the art toy magazines, and um, based out of New York, and I would. I did a show out there, and then this is, like, little kid, maybe, like, 12, 13 years old, comes up to me and goes, hey, this is a figure I cast. And I'm like, wow. Oh my God, that's great. Uh, and I'm like, oh, thank you. And it's, it's actually <laughs> a lot. Just throw lots- it over your shoulder. <laughs> 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 no, no. The, the I, still, I still have it. Like, uh, I, still, I, I still definitely have it. But, like, you know, he would, like, do something that's kind of, like, a something, like, in between a slug and David Cho's whale, you know, character. But the mystery
3: of casting is just, like, not... A mystery anymore mm. you got 12 year olds doing it yeah you know?
0: well you know that's why we have youtube right like yeah. if you have a question about anything you, you can c- find the answer there and,
3: pe- and people seem to know like no i'm like does it smell did it smell when you did And they're like no no smell because i got the one that doesn't have odor i'm like oh good yeah, yeah. you know it's like it's like okay yeah. everyone knows everything so yeah uh, it's just a matter of being creative and good and marketing it and making it rad right that's yeah. kind of it
0: no, it's, it's amazing. It's yeah. life. Yeah. You know, like the, the way like information can be distributed and spread and shared nowadays, you know, like if you really are interested in doing something, like you could find out a On, way to yeah. do it. On like,
3: YouTube, you can find it. Yeah, of like, course. You yeah. know,
0: I like for instance, like there's a bunch of like dishes that I would love to learn from my mom. But the thing is, is that my mom is not a very good teacher of <laughs> <laughs> these things because, you know, she's older. She's like in her 80s now. You know, and so I just look it up on YouTube sure. and there it is. You oh know. When, when I forget
3: um, something on Illustrator, yeah, I always have to refer back to YouTube and I'm like, ah oh, duh, that's I you know I I knew how to do it, and I forgot how. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Just just look at a video and I'm like, Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. or using a Excel and Word, kind you know, making like mailing labels and shit. Yeah. I Actually, forgot you know, I forget how to transfer that over and I'm like, Oh yeah, there it is. So, so you're, like, stupid. completely
0: dialed in on, like, all the most modern design software now because of the kind of work that you're doing, right? I would say
1: no to that. I mean, I,
0: <laughs> I think. Um, like, you know, like, um, fucking Photoshop CC, like. Oh, sure. all yeah, yeah, Inside yeah. and outside. Yeah, Out, Adobe Illustrator CC, you know. Like, yeah. 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 Because I don't. Those um, I I get weird I get I weird mean, illustrator files and I'm like what the how the fuck did you put this thing together cuz like I'll look at the
1: layer structures and I'm like what the
0: fuck is going on here Yeah
1: so I think that that's a yeah that's a possibility people get afraid of <laughs> like cuz every time it comes out it seems like there's a new way of doing stuff mm-hmm. and it's a little bit freaky right. I probably use CC the way most people used Photoshop six, and I don't even realize it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm, wait, I'm, I wouldn't call myself oh, an Creative expert. Creative Cloud. Yes, yeah. yes.
3: Oh shit! I'm still using Photoshop six, literally. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I,
1: I, I use which isn't bad. I don't honestly think That's, it's a bad program. It's all I need. <laughs> no. So yeah.
0: It's, what's nice is you got like multiple undos now on CC. You don't have well, to, you like... you have multiple Photoshop undoes on 6? Yeah. No, but it yeah. was through the histories. You'd have to yeah, go yeah. through the histories, but now you don't have to go through the histories. Oh, you just keep hitting you undo. Cause it commands oh, commands you just hit
3: undo, undo, undo. Yeah. Step backwards, step backwards, step backwards. Right? Yes. yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, I but that—that's the only difference I really uh, noticed. Like, they kind of move things around, and I'm not really quite sure how. Yeah, Anyways. No, I, I'm
3: using um, a wonderful BitTorrent version still. <laughs> nice, you know, straight up. You know, it's only <laughs> like thirty-three dollars a month. Not
1: really a good thing to say. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you know, if you just—you know—the thing about it is, is that if you use it for your work, you definitely should take the tax write-off. You know,
3: instead mm-hmm. so I'll just go spend the money and go eat. <laughs>
1: nice. <Yeah. laughs> once i don't know You'll uh, eat once you realize uh, apparently
0: it is um we are over time now but uh. um
1: does, does the FCC crack down on you guys pretty hard?
0: No, but like you know, we just kind of begin to try and wind things down, and usually it takes us about like twenty minutes to <laughs> <laughs> to, to wind it down. You know, wow. so you know, it's a two-hour podcast. That oh is, wow! Oh
3: yeah, yeah, we're we're past it. We're two. We're at two ten now. Oh so, yeah. Sorry. Good no, time. no, I it's great. No, I, I love it. You so, know. what do you, what do you want people to know about yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, your, your last bit. What would you like people to know? Um, you have a show coming up. Do you have? I, you uh, know
1: what? I have a bunch of work at Corey Helford Gallery right now that you need to uh, go and bug them, and they'll pull it out from the back and show you. Awesome. Uh, and 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 it's that be- go- it is beautiful work. Like, it, it was a I, great I, show. It happened on the very same night as their Hello Kitty show. Oh, that shit storm. And um and that show was fantastic. And they and they had a crowd, I left, I think, at 10.30 at night, and there was still a line to get in to see Hello Kitty. Yeah, Wow. Yep. You know, it was that major, huge of an event, um, you know, and I, I sold my Hello Kitty piece, mm-hmm. uh, which Congrats. was fun. Thank you. And that, that, you know, that was a great night. But that left me with, you know, a bunch of pieces that you guys should all check out. Yeah, Um definitely. Yeah, and otherwise, you know, I... uh Keep watching American Dad and asking for more episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's paying the bills. (laughs) 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 Thanks, you guys. How can people reach you? Uh, Reach me through Instagram, Andrew Brando. At Instagram is the easiest way. R A
0: N D O U. D
3: O U. Yes. Nice.
1: Nice.
0: All right. Um, I think, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of tapped out right now. <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck? I was waiting <laughs> for you. To, I was
3: waiting for this wonderful sign off. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't happen. Don't uh, you
1: usually do like a spiritual, kind of like a Zen sign off where you. I'm just assuming no. that you do that.
0: No. No.
3: Usually we say thank we you. We all
1: have like a quiet minute, lower the lights. <laughs> and Luke just. Oh, wind
0: down, everybody. <laughs> wind down. Calm down. Breathe Calm, deeply. Breathe. Close your eyes and think about, you know, good stuff.
2: <laughs> That's pretty good. Awesome. That was very good. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Have a good Thank night. You.